You're tuned into Art Goon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. This is how I'm feeling right now. Check it. I'm coming at you. It's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kent, but some of the ladies do call me Superman. Nobody calls you that. <laughs> I'm so happy somebody Thank you. <laughs> it's your Thank boy, you. Big Cali. And yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they do. Ooh. And they definitely Ooh. do. Give me three names. <laughs> I, this is like a bad... Barbara, Barbara Walters, Diane Who? Sawyer. No. Oh, Baba? Baba Walters? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Who is Baba Walters? <laughs> no idea who that is. <laughs> that's my grandma, Baba. I call her Baba. <laughs> Baba Walters. Okay. <laughs> Baba Waters. Thank you so much, dude. Anyways, it boy is, Kelly Kell back in the building. It is, <laughs> What's up, it's y'all? It's your boy Ray Argo Dream. Have big dog. Hey, man, oh. we, got, we got a special guest here today. If you already heard his voice. Special. Traveled many moons to get here. The yes. many moons of Endor. <laughs> Look that shit up. <laughs> Mr. Antonio, speak. Hello. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. 2020, it's Mr. Negrete. Negrete. Hey, we going back. Yeah. Nice. We drop a ball on that one, we gotta, man. We got to get the checks. And then you just start telling random white people to call you Mr. <laughs> Mr. Antonio Negretti Negretti We went to school together It's Mr. Negretti It's no, Mr. Actually. Negretti it's Mr. Like Negretti <laughs> And this is our group radio man We feeling good Feeling great Another one man and Another one I mean yeah, It's the mocks And the jokes Before the show Has even started It's, it's crazy It's not It's not great man We just gonna go right into it I'm just gonna be just gonna start off with Reem, man. How's your past couple weeks been, man? It's been good, uh, Jordan. I think I'm peaking a little bit, and I'm not on no thizzle either. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good now. Right, okay. go. I like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I do mildly. I take them here mildly. now. <laughs> Mild, mildly drug use is mildly. Wrong with that. It's good, you know. I know when to time it. You know, I don't do it all the time. Like a little microdose. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's going down on New Year's, baby? Something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm doing fizz. That's the time. Doing <laughs> popping a molly. I probably am too. I, I might just. I might just go old school and like do like. <laughs> A triple stack ecstasy pill. Damn. To do a triple stack on New Year's? <laughs> Just, Just take it back to 04? I'm about to buy it from Hemet. I'm about to buy it from... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna buy an ecstasy, an ecstasy pill, an ecstasy pill from him. Got any ecstasy for sale? Yeah. Uh, no, that's easy, bro. And him it. Oh yeah, you can definitely you just find walk down the street now. Right, right on Florida, you can just walk right on Florida. And you'll see. It. There'll be, I'll be at some club, and there'll be some Armenian in the bathroom selling it, and I'm, <laughs> and I will buy it. I feel you. Oh my god. But anyway, no, my bad, Reem. How's your past it's been couple good. weeks been? Just been working and partying, man. I already told you how December gets, man. I just, it just yeah. never stops, bro. It just never stops. I wish I could just like Sagittarius season coming in hot. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. I thought you were talking about coming up. I was like, bro, that's No, not it was coming in hot. Oh, that's yeah, why yeah, we yeah. kept going. Yes, 100%. Now, Capricorn bro. season's coming up. We, we we getting ready for ours. Cool, man. After New Year's, I'm taking a break, bro. Until my birthday, I'm just chilling out. <laughs> but I've been doing a lot of working and a lot of partying, man. That's pretty much it. Working and partying? Yes. Where the functions been at? Um, Damn, where did we go last week? <sighs> Where did we go last week? I hated that. <laughs> Where did we go last that week? Last head. That little ass I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Big that. C, where did we go last week? Uh, damn. It's too many functions for me to even Fiesta, remember, man. Fiesta I Village in San Francisco. Fiesta Village is Dino, yeah. That's where we went. You, I can't, you went to the fucking batting cages, didn't hit a goddamn ball. <laughs> bro, I, I fucking hit that shit through the net. Ooh, and I slid down the slide. Hello. Now, I don't, I don't, bro, it's too many. I just can't even remember. Oh my I'm be honest with you. I sound like I'm cap right now, but I've, every single weekend I've been to a function. Since, I agree. I don't remember what we did since last Halloween. Year. I'm gonna come clean. I don't remember. It was you, you were with me, right? Didn't y'all I, go to like a, a house function or something like that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that was dark. I don't remember. Did we? I don't remember. I, oh, the improv two uh, party I did in Riverside that night. Yeah, that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay, there's yeah, one. And we drank that ju- and we yeah. drank and we drank that jungle juice. Yes, that was my first time in a while. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I gotta get my yearly jungle juice on, you know. <laughs> oh my god, that was one, dark. once a year only. Yep. Too sweet, too hectic. Too yeah, hectic. I'm straight on jungle juice. You, you drink, <laughs> hey, it was it was deep. It had a it was like call the Uber juice or yeah. some shit like that. It was called or some shit like that. It was like it was like twelve bottles of different <laughs> things in it. It was like three why do, alcohols. Why and do like, people do that? They want to get fucked up quick. Yep. The trio. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I said that so aggressive. Because they want to get fucked up quick. Fucked up quick. And that shit is that shit is always super sweet. And by the time like like you drink one cup, you're like, oh, I feel great. And then you you start a second cup. But by the time you get halfway through the second cup, you're drunk from the first cup. Yeah. And then you just (laughs) yeah. And then you just you end up committing violence or. Or blackout. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely, it's like a 50% chance hangover if you drink a couple of jungle juice. This is just too sweet. Maybe it we're, is. Maybe we're, just, sweet. maybe we're just getting those. It's just too sweet. Hey, I, I know. So it doesn't taste I, drink. I can't get drunk anymore off sweet shit. No. I, I drink wine. I can't do it. I'm a, I'm a wine connoisseur now. That's all you drink? And, 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 and what do you dog. know about wine? It's some dog every now and then. If I ask you questions about wine, are you Go gonna? Ahead. Are you gonna? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll know what I'm talking I about. Know. Really? Yeah. What's, what's the difference between uh, cabaret and a merlot? Uh, one is a dance. What? One is a dancer. It's cabaret dance. There's no way to answer and that. The other one. Uh, <laughs> you see the way his eyes went. When yeah. Oh, said, oh, um, it has to be different grapes. It has to be. It's it just different grapes. <laughs> what? There's only one type of grape, man. It is, right? Okay, I got a question. I got a wine question. <laughs> okay. Why shouldn't you, why should you hold the glass by the stem? Oh, because it'll warm it if you put it, if you put your hands right, on it. I just want to see if you, at least you knew the G-rated stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rated stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway. I wine. Oh, yeah, we Don't went know to, nothing uh, about it. We went to a speak show. Oh, that was, the oh day. yeah, it was lit. Yeah, that's my second speak show show of the month. Low key, bro. Went to a lot of. You speak sound shows. like a big fan, my guy. <laughs> I am, bro. It's very nice to meet you. I was on the I was on the sideline. Surely, uh, speak was fucking roasting me from hey, the crowd. This he went, past he did a ten minute bit in the middle of his show. Yeah, sorry, roasting me and Big C. And he CJ. said, "All you doing up there is pressing, but I'm DJing." Bro. He said, "How you do, how you doing up there, Big C?" I'm like, "Man, I'm, ah, it don't matter. All you doing there pressing buttons. I'm doing all the work." It's yeah. true. It's where we, true. Where, where were the venue in Santa Ana? Uh, at a warehouse. At a warehouse. But yeah. It was like a swagged up warehouse. It wasn't Very like a, a smoky downtown LA like <laughs> meth warehouse. It no. was like 
It had great parking. I yeah, felt safe. Parking. Everything about it was lit. They had arcade machines nice. in there. And they had yeah. cool lighting for the free. Yeah, yep. popcorn. They had nice. taps. Beer taps. Taps of Modelo. Yeah, tap. <laughs> they had a beer tap instead of like, yeah, it was nice. It was so yeah, man. That was a good art, Kel. Hmm. Moving with you. Yeah, what'd you do, Kel? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, first of all. Appreciate you, it. We ain't seen you in about, you know, three months, four months or something. <laughs> I don't know. A few episodes. You've been traveling the world. You know. Seeing what the Northwest, our Northeast, I say Northwest. That's for, for sure, Seattle. <laughs> seeing what that Northeast looks like. Yeah, man. Toronto is a vibe. How it was, was cool. it, man? Talk to me, man. How was that trip? It was dope, man. Uh, went on a little whim. Uh, I'm about to say, yeah, the big question was who you were going with. Everybody was like, who you go? What'd you do? You just nah, like, went, fucking them out. I went solo. Uh, I woke up Sunday morning and was like, fuck it, I'm going. Left Thursday night. Damn. Bought the ticket uh, Monday. Just said, fuck it, you know? Um, just like. Yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a, I met a girl that, uh, I met a girl mm-hmm. um, last year in Cali. And she now was from Toronto. To now we're getting to the church. And uh, <laughs> she, she invited me, but she never gave me like an exact date. So I just told her like, hey, I'm pulling up this weekend. Yeah, right? and then uh, seen her Friday, but I didn't see her the rest of the time, and I was there till Thursday or Friday morning till Monday night. Damn! So it was cool, man. Damn! So talk to me about going through the custom exchange in Canada because I have my own experience of going. To- <laughs> hey, <laughs> man! Fuck speaks here too. Yes. He was there. <laughs> I'm so happy he, he was did. there for the play by play of yes. Canada trip. Yeah, yeah. So how was your custom? We'll I'll tell that. you about mine in a minute. But how was yours? And I'm I mean, gonna fact check him too. <laughs> <laughs> this was my first international uh, customs experience, right? And when I walked up. I went through the first little security. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Wasn't even that bad. That was like TSA. You just walked Bro, through. Bro, I must have went through like the back into this other room. It had to be like 50 people in this line. I was just like, what line is this? So I went around like, this ain't my line. <laughs> and I went around and the dude was like, yeah, yeah, partner, you gotta go back there. And I'm just like, I got to wait in this shit. He's like, yeah, man. It was like a fucking Disneyland line, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> it was, did they ask you what you were being here? How long? Yeah, they asked me like what I was doing here. Uh, you know, all those kind of questions. Yeah, that's what everything. they did to me. Uh, dude almost forgot to stamp <laughs> my damn passport too. <laughs> he almost forgot? Yeah, well, he low-key forgot. Then I looked at it. I was like, oh, no, nah, I need my stamp, bro. This you is know, big black nigga. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like Big C? He actually did. I'm in love. <laughs> he doesn't that. have glasses. You know, you know what's crazy though, Cal, is... If you're with me, yeah, you would have had to definitely uh, get a mandatory search. I heard, bro. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, last time I went to Canada uh, was my first tour, mm-hmm. first time traveling, and okay. uh, I keep looking at Speak because I know he's just I'm ready. Just, I'm ready to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm just ready to go. I'm just thinking. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just sorry, listening. I got <laughs> I'm confirming and look. I'm just fact checking. So is, this is the one and only tour that I did not go on to. So <laughs> only Speak can confirm this information. This, yeah, this <laughs> it was facts. pretty deep. So look. We all go there. We walk. We go. We're, we're going up the, the little like customs part, the little part where you drive through, and they're like, "All right, who are you? You rappers, whatever. Who you, you know? You got merch? What's up? Get out! Everybody, get out! We're searching." So they search us. They bring the dogs on us, and then they fucking smell his shorts. Okay, <laughs> he had the loud pack shorts, that- but no loud pack in it. Just the loud pack shorts. That's because the those fucking canines probably smelled. The scent of, of of the love I was making the prior night. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. 
hate it. No, it was look. tour life. It, got, it was tour got, life. Got some seeds, hop in the bus, a shower when we get to the next town. So those dogs definitely smell they the, the passion of a real man. But continue with your story. I had at no point any drugs on me. No, he did it. He did it. He did it. So they they go through all our shit and then they finally look in my bag and I had like a CVS pill capsule that I had like uh, ibuprofen in it. Damn. But then I forgot at one point I dumped all the pills out and just used it for weed like a couple weeks ago before the trip. What pills? Just ibuprofen? Ibuprofen. 800 milligrams. Flintstone vitamins. Okay. The, the gummy ones. <laughs> so then, Some Tums. <laughs> Tums. It's the word. So then, after all that, they search it, they look, and then they see residue of marijuana, like, like maybe like a point mm-hmm. two. Okay? So then they put me in a room. And then they pull me aside. They're like, okay, well, you know, we could deport you because you're, you're trafficking marijuana through like international borders. And they're like bringing up my record. They're telling me, oh, yeah, we know you're in Marino Valley. We know you went to this high school. We know you went to this. Like they knew Damn. all of everything already. <laughs> and I was just sitting there and I'm like, I don't get in trouble. I wasn't none of that. I was just like, well, it's over. I'm going to jail. I'm about to do hard time. It's done. I'm over. And I was like telling them, they let me go back out with them. And I was just telling because them. Because he started singing. Like a, <laughs> sounds like sounds like a I can't lie. I wasn't I wasn't there, but I heard that you were in a cop car. He, uh, wait, that was in Iowa. Oh, you were with the feds the whole tour. <laughs> that was in uh, Iowa. Uh, oh, I thought that, was, I thought that was in no, Toronto. No. So Toronto. what? I, let me tell you what I think happened in Toronto. I think <laughs> thank you. Steve. You called to the border. I think you called ahead to the border patrol. <laughs> I called. I called Aubrey Graham. You, no, you called ahead to the border patrol. You told them. To save yourself, that you were in a ve- <laughs> that you were in a vehicle with all of us, and, and then when they pulled, they you know they didn't they smelled it on me, whatever they smelled on me or whatever they didn't they didn't they didn't pull none of us aside. They pulled you to the side, and I think you you told them everything they wanted to know. <laughs> what did I they want to know, sweet? I I don't know you. The, I don't know. The they minute know the something. minute all I know is the the minute. The minute you got to the back room, you turned into Big C Six Nine, and you started telling on everybody. Yep. No, the truth. And is let, no. me, and let me tell you what happened in, in ninth what... grade. <laughs> you started. You went all the way back. Now we all have fucking. Now we all get flagged when we go to Canada. No, because I you... got flagged. And then now it's a mandatory search for whoever's with me or with you me. didn't get flagged because you have done nothing wrong. <laughs> you, you have a clean record, right? Yeah. Okay. So As a whistle. So and you sacrificed your me, me. <laughs> fuck everyone else. Me. <laughs> me. This is the narrative right here. I sacrificed. You sacrificed everyone else's well-being. So because they intimidated you, they did the good cop, bad cop thing. They're like, oh look, do you want a bagel? Do you want a donut? And then you're like, yeah, I'm so hungry. We've been driving. We've been driving eight hours. And then they fucking probably like burned a, t- a cigarette in your forehead. And they're like, it was fake. It was. It's Cassius. It's everyone. Oh. In my eyes, you snitched out me. You snitched out she. DJ, you snitched out Smoke Dizza. You smashed. You snitched out the Flatbush Zombies and everyone else we were with. Is that, is that, is that where you're going with? I, that's my final answer. I'll take, I'll, I'll take the bet on that. Because now too. I can't go I to. Because well. now I can't go to Canada. You Damn, can't go, really? Weren't you just in Canada? No, I haven't been to Canada. I haven't been to Canada in years. You can't go back. I yes, cannot, he don't let him. See. I cannot go back. We're not wow. pushing that narrative. Wow. I see. cannot hey, go back. We're moving right along. You out here snitching? <laughs> I did not snitch. So what happened in that back room? Maybe maybe you didn't snitch. I did not snitch. Oh, but that's just just a clever way of getting around it now. Now you'd be like, I didn't snitch. 
I did a deal. What <laughs> kind of fucking deal did you do? I, I, they looked at the package. I, 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 <laughs> and they told me they're going to let me off with a warning. And they put a flag on my record for the team. A years. warning for what did, what did you do to get the warning? Because I had a point two. I had a point two. And it was like below whatever the li- the limit is where you can like mm. press charges. Anyway, like T.I. says, you can pull my record. You can go ahead and look it up. I got paperwork in Canada. <laughs> Damn. Go on and pull it up. And in Iowa, when I was in the car, with, yeah. that's when I was driving the van and I was speeding trying to get there quick. And I still got a ticket out there. Probably a warrant at this point. That's why I'm never going to <laughs> we Iowa. We were in the middle of fucking Iowa, which is one of the worst places on earth. <laughs> I, Confirmed. I, Iowa has to be one of the worst places on earth. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I mean, if I had to make a list, it's like, <laughs> in, in no particular order, it's like fucking, like, Saudi Arabia, uh, <laughs> Paris, California, <laughs> like, <Detroit. laughs> Iowa. And Detroit like, is definitely up there. Why Saudi Arabia? And like fucking, like, Dagestan or something. Like, <laughs> some country where, like, they wrestle sheep and bears. Like, it's up, <laughs> Iowa's up there with, like, that level of just... Yeah. Lawlessness. And I was, the cops pulled you over. They pulled me over. They pulled you out. And they pulled me out the car. And then because it was windy outside and they couldn't, they were trying to get my stuff. They're like, look, just come in the car and sit down. So I sat in the front seat of the car. Very he was rare. in the front seat. Who gets put in the front, the seat, front of seat of a cop car? seat of a cop car. He was in the. I have never heard that he in was, my life. He was in the front seat it's of a cop car. It's how you talk. I've never heard that. It's how you no. talk. I was calm. I he was wasn't, respectful. He wasn't cuffed. He wasn't nothing. <laughs> just spilling all the, all the business. Big C, I have a question for you. Yes. Officer Sizzle. Officer Cobbs. <laughs> Officer Cobbs. That sounds like a cop-ass name. Yep. <laughs> I hate that name. I hate Officer Cobbs. So Officer bad. Cobbs. Have, are you a federal informant? <laughs> are you the federalities, Big C? No, I'm not. No. Do you work for them? No, I'm not, but I do have something to say. <laughs> I, I love do. and support the police. I mean, <laughs> blue lives matter. Blue lives matter. Blue lives matter. <laughs> no, I, I know how to talk in situations. I was raised by very respectable, respectable parents that know that taught me how to speak to the police. Yes, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Hey. No, sir. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. We, Here's my ID. Here's like here, nothing. You know, look. I know the procedure. I know how to work. Through situations, yes. mm-hmm. but it's all how you talk. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, yeah. but it's not about snitching because it was nothing to snitch nah, about. We're just giving you a hard time. Like, yeah, we, we didn't have to no snitch. drugs in the car. There was nothing we, to snitch about. It was nothing to snitch about. There was no drugs in the car besides marijuana, and it was mostly mine. Probably majority mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't snitch on that. And uh, yeah, it was no felons. For the but most even, part, but, <laughs> no, I didn't think about was any felons for the most part. But even but even the fact that like. You have to put on like a voice to like talk to law enforcement in this country. That's just lit. Wow. And they could still like shoot you in the face anyway and get I have away to be with ready it. For that. That, yo, that's no, like we make jokes about it, but like yeah. like real shit, like the cops pull like white fucking flat top cops pulling you over in fucking the middle of Iowa and yes. taking your homie to the back of the car, like something serious. Like we make jokes about yeah, yeah but like right. but that's that's crazy, right? Cause yeah. like you have to be like, yes, sir, no, ma'am. But do you see like these videos of like these like white kids, the white way white people talk to cops? Yeah. They they hey, swing on I, cops. They, you stupid fucking pig, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. And like and like they get they just get handcuffed or tased. They don't get shot up. They don't nah. like they get away with like all this shit. And every time right? a mass shooting or something happens, it is like 
a white person that does it they show like the most beautiful picture yeah. of him like in the news like him and his family yeah him and his family yeah. a black dude throws a banana pudding at somebody <laughs> and they show freaking the craziest darkest <laughs> picture of him in the club blacked out yeah <laughs> like so I get it man it was, they, they pulled like his photo from like his college spring break and, yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah. Eating some he white, murdered eating 30 some people. white girl's ass like, <laughs> look at this crazy this. oh my god that's D that's, that's D man that's crazy but now yeah. um, man we just totally ambushed your whole hey, thing that was a, that was a fucking C, rabbit hole thank you oh, for no, coming clean bro <laughs> Toronto was a vibe and like I, what I will say is the uh, food scene out there is really it's probably the most fire I've, I've seen this is a fact because it's like it's so authentic what were you eating out there talk to me bro, like, what had, was your what I was had, your lineup well first of all I had the best ribeye I ever had in my life at this, a ribeye uh, you yeah, at this bistro you don't bro. even eat beef like that I don't bro but I went to the best spot cut. and uh, it was known <laughs> best. <laughs> best. 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 he had to throw that in there for like the Six months ago, there's argument between ribeye and yeah. New York strip. Yeah, you're I'm going with the ribeye. Ribeye, and it's funny. I was talking Still. to the I was talking to the chef, um, and I was telling him like my boy Reem would love this spot. And when he comes up, when he comes next time with me, he has to pull up. I'm pulling up. Yeah. No, so I, I looked at the menu and I was like, "What's the best thing you guys have here?" And dude was like, "This Real right nigga, here. that's you're what right I'm talking about. That's, <laughs> how, that's that fat player approved way of ordering. <laughs> <laughs> he, was on, he was on vacation, you vacation. <laughs> he was that's like, how you do it. This right here, and it was the ribeye, sixty eight too. And I was like, okay. Has been to seventy for just a steak. It was steak, fries, because that, that's what they were known for. Like that that French little connection of taking fries uh-huh. um, with the salad, and um, I forgot what the little thing is called. A little side little thing, forgot. But anyway, um, he didn't even season it, crate, bro. All he put on that shit was pepper and salt. <laughs> And that was the best. It was just the, the cut of the meat and like how it was cooked. Had to just be like fire. amazing. You already know I got it the uh, medium uh, rare. I was gonna ask that. Come on, man. Reem was coming in hot with that question. I saw that. You see my mouth go. <laughs> Come on, man. Can I have a medium? Well, please. Come on, man. Well no, done but, with um, a one. But what I what, <laughs> and then I went to um, I went to these two uh, Italian spots. Uh-huh. One, the first one was called Buca, and the other one was called Soto Soto. Mm. Soto Soto, I guess, is like Drake's restaurant, or like he endorses it. Mm. So I, uh, I had. A, does he just run Toronto? He does, bro. Like when you go out there, is it just like a Drake billboard as soon as you land he in does. the airport? And, and shout out, shout out the homie Kojo I met at a Nomad, um, Nomad uh, boutique in uh, Chinatown. Okay. He put me on like the whole Toronto wave, like, and, and it's funny, I, I, I got into a. Uh, a hoop debate. Of course you did. Because I, I just I was I was in his, I was in his boutique and we were talking for like an hour. Then his friends came, so we Search started talking. Tim Bro, the way that the way Drake talks, he's stupid. The way Drake the way Drake talks that little like Caribbean thing. Yeah, everyone talks like that up there. And everything man. is man's. Yo, man, I see man's last man, night. Man sing. Man sing. You know, you don't know man's. <laughs> man sing. Like, Damn, it was, it was, it was so cool. Man. All the Toronto heads pissed me off because they they swear like. Like Kawhi Leonard is their guy. Oh, bro! I was like, bro, he played for you guys one season. Yeah, he's he's more of a spur than anything. Yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like real shit. Like no, but the way they claim him, I see it for online. Sure. Like, man, come back to the city. I was like, I, I understand you guys are very thankful. He brought you. I was like, but he like he came and he went. Right, like, it's over. He's and a mercenary, he me, bro. He told me when uh, like, he's summer, not yours. <laughs> in the summer after they won the ship, right? Yeah. And he came back to have a meeting with uh, the front office of the Raptors. Yeah. They said, uh, he told me that the whole city, right, there was helicopters following him. And on everyone's TV, no matter what you were watching, they stopped it and had Kawhi. Like, Kawhi just got off the plane. He's pulling up to the arena right now Damn. for the meeting. Like, bro, the whole country. Do, yeah, do, do, do you think may, maybe that was part of his decision not to come back? Because I, he's so low-key, like, 
like he all of a sudden like an A-list star like yeah. in, in another I mean it's North America but you're in another country and yeah. like you're the champion of that country literally yeah that's probably too city, much for him. he probably didn't like that yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he liked it to, to that extent especially like after they won yeah. it was yeah. like crazy bro like he was getting treated like a king <laughs> He like, would have. Didn't he have like a free, a, like a free condo? And, and it was real, bro. Like, like, dude, people, people told me, like, he could eat anywhere for free. He can, he could, uh, he can obviously work out anywhere, um, and he could stay anywhere. Family members can stay anywhere, bro. Like the whole city. Him they were gonna do anything to keep everything, him. bro. It was crazy. You think he still eats for free? I believe so. <laughs> well, he, I, I yeah. do. Well, they, the the, the, <laughs> the, the they, they went back to play in Toronto last like week. last week, and like they had like Kawhi Appreciation Night, and yeah, like, yeah. So they so still hold, the so, Canadians are nice, bro. Right, no, no, <laughs> and, and I, I not, not to prolong it, but I no, met, you're good. I met this dude, right? Uh, he he he's the uh, director. He's the vice president of development for the Raptors and the Blue Jays. I met him at the bar of my hotel, right? Yeah, and we ended up having dinner the next night at Soto Soto. As soon as we get out the Uber, I see um, uh, Flan Fleek. Is it Van Fleek? Fred, 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 Fred Van Fleek. I never could say, I, I say his last name. Van Fleek, Fred Fleek, Kyle Lowry, and uh, Siakam. They just walk out with their girls, right? Damn. I'm just like, oh, okay. So I tell him, congrats, man. Y'all really did that, the whole thing. I tell him I went to the same high school as Kawhi. I'm from Cali. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, cool. As soon as I walk in, go up, uh, tell the waitress, I'm like, uh, to tell her my name from my uh, from my reservation. She's like, we had to give your table away, but what we can do is pull, pull you up upstairs. I didn't know what upstairs was, yeah. So I go upstairs. As soon as I walk up, there's nothing but women in fur coats. That's, That's what I'm talking about. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on up How here? How you got to the boss's table, bro? It's like only like six tables. Everyone's in fur coats and suits. It's a little bar. I ended up talking to the uh, little bartender and this like old Italian dude from Brooklyn. And uh, bro, we talking about. In this in this middle aged white lady, we talking about dating the, the dating scene in L A. and Toronto, Damn. bro. She was, look, you was looking for somebody. Yeah, honestly, bro. Right. <laughs> Next thing I know, fucking uh, well, my my nigga uh, Sergi Baca pulls up with his girl. Like Sergi it Baca. was it was a vibe in there, man. Big dogs is out. Yeah, shout out Soto Soto. I'm pulling up every time. Shout out uh, Jennifer. She's my uh, bartender. Let's go. Man, I love it. I gotta go out there to Toronto, man. I haven't been yeah. out there in next year. Years, man. They man. love you out there, <laughs> <laughs> snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Big C, go tell them everything. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, Kawhi and Drake run the city. <laughs> you know, like you know, like when you drive down like the and the freeways in California, they got like the the billboards with like the join the sheriff's department. They got that with Big C. Join. Join, join, join the Canadian Mounties. <laughs> bro, you with the Mounties, bro. I can't you have to pull up. Hey, we, just, man. We, just can't, we just can't go on the same flight. Yeah, we just can't go uh, on the same flight. Uh, just, just come I'll at a different time. never go with Big C. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Anywhere. Hell Anywhere? No. <laughs> no, I'm just... Oh, my God. We carpooled well, here. This is a joke. <laughs> no, no South and no Canada, though. I'm not going to the South with you either. Why are you not going to the south with me? Because you be having so much loud and smelling like weed everywhere. Bro. I smoke everywhere. I already got dreads yeah. and tats. Hey. Yeah, bro. The, the 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 weed line to uh-huh. get into Toronto was crazy, and I was thinking like, if Big C came with me, it would have been the longest wait for this nigga. Whatever. It was so long. Wait, they had a weed line. Yeah, because like out there, you had to to get your uh, pass. You had to go on this computer thing. But for the people who are trying to bring weed in, you had to go in that line. <laughs> I was like, hell no. Oh, so no. I could bring weed into Canada? Oh, you can't. Yeah, it's, it's legal now. 
Uh, there you go. Well, I will for sure catch an earlier flight waiting that line. And thank you. But they might uh, stop your ass. <laughs> you know, what? I'm not even <laughs> fuck with them. Well, you could just buy some it when you get to the country. Though. That's yeah, what I was gonna but, say because they were so strict on us bringing anything in there. But then once we got in there, they had better drugs or anything than we could yeah, possibly we were had. smoking with all the white boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had nice. the flame out they, there in Toronto. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah really I, I was weed. like, why y'all worried about me? Y'all got this shit yeah. already. It's like, that everybody was telling me like when they found out. From Kelly, they were like, we got Kelly Kush, we got it. It's of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, they only had like three dispensaries in the whole city, though. and they and they closed like at ten. So unless you're not getting it from the street, you got to get it. From there. So, oh Kel, God. was this the most money you spent on food in one week? Uh, Great question. Yes. Did you buy any shoes? No. Damn, that's a you rare. You went to Toronto and didn't buy any That's shoes. rare for Kel. Bought, uh, they got some good boutiques out there. Yeah, I, yeah. Bought, I bought a jacket and two shirts. Like like a button-ups. So, yeah. You're so just grown. Be, just because, um, only because, though, because I when I first got there, I forgot to tell Wells Fargo that I'm going out of the country. And I had to take money out. And, you you know, when you get money, when you try to get U.S. currency back, it's less. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I just spent it out there. I had 250 and just said, fuck it. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, Well, my nigga speak. What? (laughs) What the fuck? What do you want? What the fuck do you want? (laughs) You're here, man. Yeah, it's good to be here. Finally got on the show, man. Feeling good, feeling great. We've been trying to coordinate for some time, but every time I come in, it's always like, I'm here for like a show (laughs) or like, an appear, like a radio thing exactly. or something like I, I try to come in minimize the cost <laughs> yeah, like exactly. no you feel, feel me like get the job done and then like bounce exactly so, hey man no, I feel you man I appreciate travel, you traveling man. light man so we finally coordinated it we've been trying to do it for like a year or so so <laughs> you know what's rare are. about this oh it's pretty fire you know what's rare about this uh, table what's rare we all went to Valley View High School mm. damn you know, you, know, you know what's even more rare what how much I hate you <laughs> 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 they have a beef. I don't know what Reem and Speak's beef is. Me and Speak have, have had beef, lifelong beef. Maybe, lifelong. One, maybe since we were born. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, before, we're just, it was just destiny. We were just, just you know, there's deep. that person you just hate and that has to be, you know, that could be one of your best friends, but also your worst enemy. And <laughs> oh my God. And that's the kind of relationship we have. Yes. Where, and then, so you literally... We all started out at Valley View. Yes. I'll just start from there. Valley man. who? Valley View. <laughs> we all started at Valley View. And when I first seen you, you were like one of the ambassadors of hip hop in Valley View, I would say. Between you, Fayo, Manuel, after. Yeah, yep. after one will walk around with a big fro yeah. and, and, and a, a boom big box. And a he big boom crazy. Box. That was my boom box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember Speak um, in like. He he would wear like a, a crew neck with like a collared polo under it. Yeah, he had like his little Mexican, like, like a De La Hoya cut. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a lot of, a yeah, lot of yeah, LA bro. fucked up hairline, <laughs> crazy fade, like a lot of gel at the top. <laughs> Only on the top. Yeah. On a very ready. very very Mexican haircut. I, I remember I remember him freestyling because you know at Valley there's a specific little like block where everybody used to bag. Yeah, everybody used to kick it. Yeah, freestyle. It was and I remember I remember specifically. <laughs> so Hearing speak, formerly known as Negretti, yes. <laughs> somebody Negretti. just throwing out words from a dictionary, him just rapping in, rhyming words and shit. I was just like, what the hell? Like, he's a real fucking battle rapper. I'm, I'm, yep. I was a real fucking rapper. I mean, really? and now I'm, wa- no, now I'm washed. I've even, <laughs> I've even seen speak a battle of blood in bro. <laughs> I battle, that's why, like, when I like talk my shit, I'm like, bro, like, 
I used to battle like Bloods and yes. like Bloods and Crips and like Cholos and yes, like and, like and like and like and like kill their shit so bad like them and them homies would be like waiting for me after my class like yeah. oh we have to fight now because I was like bro like it's just rapid nigga. yeah I was like bro you wanted to do it like and like <laughs> like you know like when you're young and dumb like ain't no one trying to get like ripped to shreds in front exactly. of like in front of their little girlfriends or their whole crew have your whole crew Hell laugh not. at you so it would escalate quickly and sometimes there was fights and I liked fighting too so <laughs> so it, it's all a, it's all a setup it's yeah, like okay it's you, definitely a setup it's all a setup like oh you're mad we can fight you won't win that shit either like because I <laughs> If you if you get if you get ripped and then you get beat up, that is the ultimate. But then it got so bad, like people used to like, like you know, like high school and those are like small little universes, you know. Like and then there's like all these other, you know, schools that you know you kind of like hear. Oh, someone's like good at this school. Someone someone's a good ball player at this school. Someone's a good rapper at this social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's (laughs) super crazy, right? And then like it got to the point like people from like other schools would like pull up. To like our school afterwards, like where's like, the looking for me? I'm like, I'm like, I'm in fucking honors English, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm in class right now. But yeah, we've always like, always just like made music. It's so weird to be like, oh, like I don't know. It's just always been a thing. When was like, that, like one of your did. first tapes you actually made? Like, what was your first project that you put out that you're like, this is a, my body of work that I'm making as a rapper? When was that? I mean, me and like Manuel and. Uh, me and like after one and like Nevin, like we had like Nevin. our little, we had like our little group in high school. But like, but that was just so like, rock affiliates. Yeah, but that was just for like, like <laughs> very rare. you know, and like, but that like, was the first. Those record? are like those are like songs, you know, like that. But they're like even if they're like not like really like looking back on it, like good songs. Mm-hmm. That like like the the rough like the rough uh, structure is there. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Like here's a chorus. Here's a bridge. Here's like. Where the verse goes. At least there's like an attempt. I mean, like you don't really like, like figure it out, but probably because I mean, I was always like making shit, but like probably not until like, like 2011. I was, that was like when like the Inside Out Boy thing. I was like, okay, this is like, these are songs. This is like a real project. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, this is this feels like a real project. And then like you get like book shows and then, and then like you start seeing it like on fucking like, blogs and websites like major like yeah. like you know what I mean that's like like now it's like whatever because like we I mean we've done all that stuff but like in like 2011 like when you're still trying to figure it out and get like your that's huge though yeah it's a big thing like, a lot of people bro, that, I used to get like I used to yeah I used to feel like like yeah. take pride in it not like like you take pride like okay I made like this shit that's so tight that oh it's on the it's on fucking vice it's on yeah. complex it's on like that's like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that's when it starts to feel like real when other people like like start note I'm saying it like a lot it starts to feel real when other people are taking notice of it and giving you like um props for it yeah. like recognition you feel like okay this this could be something right. right so but probably like inside out boy but I was always like ever since like 2005 always like making music always making beats right. I just don't think I came into my own until like 2011 when okay. did you start recording did you ever record anything in middle school no, no, but like I was always like poetry and shit. No, not poetry, like writing stories, like okay. like like I documented a lot of things. Like I just have like like a fucking crazy person napkins and pieces of paper. I just writing thoughts and ideas. And yeah. Like I think my parents still like in my parents' house, they probably still have some of just notebooks, not even like raps yeah. or like poetry, just you look back and he's like, oh, this is a psychotic teenager. This, this <laughs> like, look, like if I were to like look at those notes, I'm like, oh, damn, I was probably like really like mentally ill or depressed or something. And like, 
you know? Yeah. Like our generation, that's like, that, that's, that's not an option. <laughs> Nah, it's definitely it's not an option. It's just it, there's there's it's either like you're good, you're bad, you do your homework. Like <laughs> yeah, you know, there but, was no I'm just trying to figure it out or yeah, I'm just out here now. Like online, there, like there's discourse about you know like seeing like we've all seen fucked up shit. Right. But seeing like when young people see fucked up shit or they experience fucked up shit, there's like you know at least they have like the online platform to talk to other people who've experienced it and yeah. relate to it oh, yeah. like the trauma or or depression because yeah. that's like a, that's the thing I, amongst young people you know it's 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 a transitional time and stuff mm-hmm. so maybe music was like my way to like right. cope with it or like or being good at rapping and getting attention at school yeah know? like oh if, i could get attention if you i could to like music you say you go through a lot of like Things where you talk about your own mentally, mental growth and mental going through things and just lashing out, but not really lashing out. I don't know how to even yeah, probably, form it. Or probably, I mean, it's probably some form of like mental illness, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I, I talk, hate that I talk, word. I hate saying it like I talk that. To a therapist, or not even like, you know, I don't think, but that's, I don't, I'm trying to think how to word this properly. I mean, maybe it's not even like so much like I'm ill or just trying to learn how to cope and process things that happened in the past, things that are happening now, right. your emotional state now, your mental state now. Um, you know, just just learning how to do like, what does it all mean? Why yeah. is this affecting me like this? Why mm-hmm. why is it when it's rainy and cold for, you know, all week, I get sad for no reason. I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. Why did I just think about something, rent? you know, horrific that I saw when I was a teenager and, you know, it's affecting me now. You know, you got a lot to like, especially if you don't have like those resources when you're younger, Mm -hmm. you have to, you know, it's unfortunate, but you have to like come to terms with it and start unpacking it and trying to understand it in your adult life. I feel like personally, like (laughs) as an artist, like I realized like a little bit later on in life, like I'm kind of lucky because I, I can, I have an avenue of like being able to express myself mm-hmm. emotionally, you know, where some people don't, they just may go home stressed out. That's and, crazy. And they just, like, they just, yeah, punch a wall. They just go to sleep, man. I love punch a wall. I could, <laughs> I could, I could paint or he could fucking make a song. Exactly. You know? When would you say that you started probably digging in deeper and like looking in? Was it, would you say it was probably around this time where you moved and went out to like left your comfort zone or even Moreno Valley to LA? Mm-hmm. Or would you say it was from the time from going to LA to like Mexico? Where well, you I think, I think I start, I think I started to like unpack it around like 2013, like the gnarly Davidson time, just trying to, Kind of like understand those songs because because that was also like a crazy transitional period where like you're in you're like ghostwriting and you're in the middle of this whole like weird industry thing that's like bigger than you right yeah. and like you know but you're not you're not getting the accolades you're not getting the kind of the kind of pay that the people you're writing for is getting mm-hmm. you know like you don't you, you feel you're being told that oh you should just be a writer there's no value in you as a solo artist or this and that mm-hmm. so that that was a that was a lot too so i started to like unpack a lot of that in during the gnarly davidson time but then but but definitely moving to mexico was a different was was like the the next phase and kind right. of like understanding like who i am or what i mm-hmm. want to say or what do i want to convey through my art but I, th- I think the traces even going back to like inside out boy whatever it's th- it's there you just kind of have to you kind of have it to just dig. build and build yeah, and because build. i think that's the that's 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 the beauty of it like right. 
that that's what makes the the stories interesting that's what makes the song the songs interesting is 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 figuring out who you are or are trying to figure out the world around you and yeah. um always asking questions and peeling back like the layers of right. you know whether it's like your emotional state your your mental state your romantic relationships whatever it is just trying to decode all these things that yeah. that happen but to be able to communicate all that in such a way of making slaps <laughs> and making beautiful love songs and making mm-hmm. songs because you're saying all these messages and you say them throughout your music. Yeah. But it's almost like, which is why I always appreciate artists and, you know, y'all, I grew up with you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I noticed y'all like, we'll go through stuff and then the more shit we went through or y'all went through in y'all personal lives. Like I've seen, you know, couch surfing times mm-hmm. and I've seen not having money times. And I also seen when people was getting signed and mm-hmm. the first time people was getting checks and I, was, I saw the music, but the music, you always knew how to like, okay, this is what I'm going through. This was happening. Yeah, this is what it is. And communicating that. And that's why I even have, you know, that's why Argon Radio is here for yeah. artists to have that form to talk and get those thoughts out because that process is crazy to me. Yeah. Some, sometimes, sometimes I worry, like, is it, is it too, is it, am I, am I being too personal? Am I digging too deep? Is anyone going to like understand yeah. uh, what I'm trying to say or like the feeling I'm trying to like translate? Mm-hmm. Um, what? I, some, some, sometimes I think like, okay, like, like are people like, like, do they just hear it and like, oh, that sounds cool. The beat's cool. It's like swaggy or like, right. or like, is the is the message getting lost in like the persona and and it's probably a little bit of both. A little, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone could like truly understand, right? Like, yeah, what someone is going through. Like, we're all human and like, okay, happy, sad, uh, joyful, depressed. Uh, this, you yeah. know, like we all have like these like common like emotions yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all have like it these comments yeah. everyone experiences like emotions yeah. but 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 no one's experience is the same yeah, yeah. Exactly. well so. i think it's just like when i see reem paint some of his portraits or some of his pictures that he does like even this like or I you know tear that down so bad. <laughs> <laughs> or it's even just, when he, it's when just he looking does. at me <laughs> with its tongue out i, wanna, I just want to <laughs> Set, I want to bungee. I want to set fire to. It. I want to. I want to run through it like the 1989. I'm coming out the tunnel for the Super Bowl. I just want to. Rip it. I want to. So rip. much hate. Do you know that? You, I want to shoot steroids what, and run through. You it. know you would curse yourself forever if you did what, that. Speak what? You would curse yourself forever if you did. Your that. magic's not real. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what I was saying is just like because people he'll paint something, and I've seen people come into the mansion or come to his art shows, and they'll look at something and they'll have an emotion to it just by looking at his painting. And then someone else, you'll look at it and be like, I want to tear it down. I want to burn it. I like his And then he'll look at it and they'll have something. But I think art in general is all perspective to the the person. And and I think as an artist, that part of anxiety of wondering like how people are going to react to it is think the battle because you don't know because yeah. you can put out a song that you felt was some kind of way and I'll hear it and I'll be like bro this shit slap you yeah. like Big C but do you hear what the fuck I'm talking yeah, about yeah I think art, art means different art means different things to different people and it, it, touches, <laughs> it touches them uh, everyone it touches everyone differently and or and that's one thing that's like totally out of your control and like yeah. that's like that's when I stop being like reluctant about I don't want to put out music or this and that it's like Cause for a while I was like, well, no one's gonna get it anyway. What's the point, man? I'm doing it for myself. But you know, once you once you put that shit out, you know, once you have your art show and you're showing all your work, once you put on your all your music and your album on Spotify or whatever it is, yeah, that is 
it, it almost doesn't belong to you anymore. Nope. Mm. Even though it's yours. That's, That's crazy. Dark. That, it, yo, it's it's like, like your baby. Like you work on it all yeah, but, day, but, live and die by it, and then yeah. But here you go. Yeah, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to soundtrack everyone's life differently, and, and it's going to apply to like different situations to different people. Like di- different people are going to apply it to different situations, and it's going to have sig- different significance to everyone that comes in contact with it. Like you put out, you know, that's why like, you know, you know, artists put out sad songs or like these depressed songs. And, you know, you see people like, man, I fell in love to this song. I'm like, bro, this is the saddest fucking song. Yeah. How do you feel about that new age? Like the music? I I don't know. Call it emo rap, I guess. It's definitely emo rap. Yeah, because everything is emo. Life is emo. (laughs) You're making a lot of these kind of songs, like darker songs at one point, but we didn't call it emo rap. I know a lot of people that made those songs and the drug culture followed that. And I mean, I I was going to touch on it too with um, Juice World passing away and all that. Like you kind of seeing it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think, I think every. Every generation of young people, um, you know, whether it's like grunge or whether it's, you know, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. everyone, like every generation of kids connects to music differently. And there's always going to, kids are always going to be sad, you know, like, yeah. you know, like teenagers are emotional and they're mute, moody. Humans are emotional and moody and mm-hmm. you experience these complex things and, and, yeah, um, for a while, I mean, I guess it's easy to write it off because like there's so many like artists like who look the same and are, who are kind of making the same kind of music. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this like emo wave or this and that. But, you know, like that's not for us to judge. They're making their truths. You know, they're singing their truths about their demons, their problems. And and it's resonating with their audience and their kids. And um I don't. Th- I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I see like older rappers like we need to stop glorifying <laughs> Karis one doing no, but like fucking like Joyner Lucas or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know who he is. I don't know who that. But hey, it's just I like, hated that tweet right after it's, he it's passed so away. Ba- it's I was so like, backhanded. On, it's so backhanded yeah. and condescending. Like, yeah, man, I blame I blame y'all because y'all glorify it's the this drugs. Shit. It's the it's drugs. drugs. I'm like, like, bro, you sound like a Republican. You sound like those. <laughs> old, no, you sound like, no, you sound like those old. Remember, like in the '90s, like the old white politicians, like. Uh, rap music is the reason there's crack and violence in the black, <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in the in the urban black community. I'm like, no, you guys are the reason there's crack and violence, and, <laughs> right. and people are just translating their experiences. So for you to just be like, it's for like, okay, maybe you don't have a drug addiction, or maybe yeah. you don't have drug problems or this kind of depression, but to like come and dismiss, like, man, I'm blaming the whole culture for this. You know how many like this is? It's just so like the, <laughs> it's crazy. No, you the can't, point, you the can't point, do that. The point, no, the point, of, the point of view is the point of view is so myopic, right? Because the uh, especially with like the the opioid crisis and people like you know fentanyl and people over. Overdosing, which is crazy. The pharmaceutical industry—it is deep. a global epidemic. Yeah, it's been, and it's been like that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it's like it has a lot to do with the pharmaceutical companies, the yeah. medical industry, because they're for so sure. quick to be like, "Let me pump you full of pills, whatever it may be." You know, <laughs> not saying like those drugs don't help people who are going through things, because right. they do. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things. So so you're talking about on a global scale. There's yeah. people who are like overdosing on this stuff. There's people who are dying off this stuff. Yeah, and I promise you, I'm not a fucking I don't know the stats on it. I'm not a statistician, <laughs> but I promise you, 
you know, rap is a very, very, a very slim margin. Very. There's people overdosing over that. Sh- uh, there's people overdosing on that shit in in Thailand, India, right. Mexico, all, right. like all over the all, the Midwest yeah. and the states. And I promise you, a lot of those people have probably never fucking heard a Juice World song or a Little Peep song. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so yeah, to blame real. it on rap, to be a rapper and to blame it on rap music is so like it's so stupid. It's like, bro, just. You, bro, you got half a million followers. Delete this shit and just stop talking. You're yeah, embar- right. You're a thirty, you're a thirty-two year old man. Whatever, just embarrassing yourself. Straight like, up. Talk- I think it's just people not, you know, using their platform for yeah. nothing. They're like, to, okay. And, here's the time. And to be dismissive, like people, like like we were talking about, like the resources not being available to get like mental help, health, or mental yeah. health. You know, like get the help you need for like your depression or, right. or your mental health problems. You don't know what drives a person to. To to jump into into the that shit, word. you know what I mean? Like, sure. yeah. dude, there's people who 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 are young, his age, from fucking Chicago. You know the crazy shit he's probably seen. Yeah, people who have like PTSD, people who came from you know broken homes, people right. who've seen violence, right. people who or pe- maybe someone who's just who is is depressed but never got diagnosed. Right. You don't know what drives people to do this and to be like, man, this is a rap music. These kids getting face tattoos and popping pills. <laughs> this is... And you're a rap. It's like, to me, it's just, it's really you're, like... You're not even with the culture. You can't blame the, you can't blame a hip-hop si- culture on a drug super epidemic. It's short-sighted. No way. No way. But, but, but on the other hand, there, you know, there is, like, we're seeing more and more, like, of the young, the young rappers dying off of this shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But... But the, everyone, the thing that I like, addicted. yeah, <laughs> like, everyone did. Okay, I should say everyone because that sounds crazy. I think you're about to say something crazy. Yeah, I was. But uh, <laughs> most, a lot of people did drugs or do drugs in yes. the rap, hip hop yeah, industry. Yeah, but it's not always, like it's taboo. It's but it's been in rock. But that's all, it's been in country. Been it's been in though. every musical aspect. Lean, they do drugs. Lean is not a new thing. Lean yeah. is not a new thing. Go back and listen to like the fucking like if you listen to '90s rap, bro. Wu Tang is talking about smoking like. Like angel dust <laughs> blunts. And yeah, sh- you know exactly. what I mean. There's always been for sure, but now since it's just in the internet, it, and I guess just a new epidemic, just yeah, like yeah. it was with crack in the '80s. Like, yeah, exactly. except now it's just opioids, and it's easy to blame rap music though because it it is talked about so much in rap music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, an easy yeah. it's an easy scapegoat for the man to use. I don't yeah, know. Like, look at them talking about it, yeah. and because obviously hip hop is so like influential and in yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to blame if you're gonna blame something, you have to blame something visually, like movies. Because we're, we're true. Because we're we're way not we are, but kids are way more influenced by something they see visually than they something they hear. I true. Would think. But now, but now everyone's like so tapped into like Instagram and like it's a very visual that's culture. Very, that's very true. So yeah. when they see their favorite like twenty year old rapper like on the gram, like yep. just eating a handful of pills, like double cupped up or whatever, like it looks tight. They but, see and, it. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, I think the rise of uh, pharmaceuticals is what really. You know what I mean? Is is the yeah. big thing? That's a because deep it's thing. so it's it's so easy. You know yeah, I mean? it's so much easier to get pills than it is to get sherm. You know I, mean? yeah. I would right. not even know where to get. Sherm. I don't know where like, to get sherm. Well, <laughs> so maybe. maybe. I hope sherm makes a comeback. Twenty twenty, sherm needs to make a comeback. Sherm's gonna make a comeback in twenty twenty. Right? No, sadly, I don't see that. That name just is bad. But sherm is the worst name ever. It just sucks that pharmaceuticals have have gotten like popular again mm-hmm. during this uh you know this social media age and it's it just things just kind of piece together at the right, right. time and it just you know but it sucks but it's not like something we haven't seen but the system <laughs> the system is corrupt like you said like you could 
you know, you could be like a young person and you could go see it. Like you could go see a doctor. We, you can see a doctor and be like, well, I'm sad. I'm depressed. And right. they write you a script for pills. Yep. And then Quick. It's, the Adderall. thing is, it's, it's so Fast. easy. It's so easy to get a script for that shit. And it's so easy to abuse the script. Exactly. And then when, when it doesn't, you know, when you're done with that doctor and he's not right. You just go to another doctor. Go to another one. Right. Right. You, pay your, you pay your little co-pay or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and like, and they'll when, pill you up, bro. Exactly. And what do you think is more influential? A Juice World song or like a the episode of Euphoria? Oh shit! Euphoria makes it Euphoria look, makes it look way, makes it look way tighter. tighter. Yeah. I can't lie. To, to the younger crowd, it makes it look way tighter. Yeah. And a baddie's doing it. Yeah, so, <laughs> baddie's doing it. Baddie's off the things hard. <laughs> so just like as a as a kid. Yeah, I would be that's like, your point Damn. of reference. I don't know. Don't when I was bad. A, but you got to think when we were growing up. I don't remember. Prescription. I remember niggas was drinking lean on camera, like Lil Wayne and all them things and shit. But I don't remember it like out there, out there like that. Like niggas, yeah. niggas was smoking weed, and yeah. that was like the big thing. I think like, they were yeah. saying in the music though, like Gym Class Heroes, yeah. and, and Wayne, Man, right? They did I feel, it very discreetly. You know, they they yeah, slide yeah. it in there. I feel for like sure. it, you know, like Eminem was for sure off all oh the my. pills. Wow, thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, Slim Mar- Shady was off. Marshall all was off the things hard. <laughs> yeah. He was. Shot. You listen to Relapse, by the way. So <laughs> everything on, Relapse man. on. Yeah. Come on, man. And hat. You're not wearing it today, but you bought Relapse and they gave you a free army hat. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Well, something else I wanted to talk about, too, on the show Let's also is uh, <laughs> your boy, since we're going to bring up Eminem. <laughs> I hate oh, him. Hey, hey. <laughs> I hate him with all my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Jameek used to play all the new Eminem slaps in his car. <laughs> did you hear that, Jameek? Yeah. I'm hey, glad you're Jameek. right. He definitely did. I'm glad Eminem and Jameek. <laughs> Shout out my guy Murder Meek, man. <laughs> King of no, the slang. He did. He King invented jam. Slang. King of slang. And you invented Argoon Radio. I, I mean, did. That, that's what we're, Argoon, that's what we're here word, to talk Argoon. about. Yes, he that's, did. That's what we're here to talk about, gentlemen. I'm, you are being <laughs> subpoenaed to court for, for copyright infringement and theft of intellectual property and you just for being ugly. They need, they need to lock your ass up. Whatever hole they put Kodak Black in, they need to throw you in there. So, oh my God. Oh wait, I have a question for you. No, you're not allowed to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Save you, it. You it's said Sherm was making a comeback. If Sherm makes a comeback, are you going to be the first one to do it? I don't know. I mean, how can you even... How can you, how can you even, like, gauge, like, man, like, what, I do it and then tweet about it and it's on record? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. But you I, just have to FaceTime me after you do it. I definitely... I've actually... I've actually accidentally smoked, like, PCP before. Woo. And what was that experience like? It was horrible. <laughs> I would love to know that. What is this? It was horrible. No, okay. So, I've never done no, this PCPs. Is a good, this is a good story. So this is, this is, well. this is a really good story. <laughs> so, um, Go ahead. So this was like maybe in like 2012 or 13, whatever. Uh, me and Vince went to uh, yeah, me and, yeah, but Vince don't do the that cleanest person shit. in the yeah. world. No, no, <laughs> because our homies had uh, remember the dude uh, remember that clothing line the the comes the fuck down, sir? Yeah. Okay, sir is 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 Russ backwards. So the artist's name is Russ. And right. he invented the comes the fuck down thing like in the nineties, like the early nineties. It's like yeah. on and off again, New York streetwear. But this fool's like a muralist. He's like a crazy Russian muralist. And he was having an art show mm-hmm. at the the homie Damon spot. They had a place called the Pit. The Where you did that pit. show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's how we threw the show there. Okay. So like we went to the shop and like uh like Russ was like working on it and he was like a fan. He liked me and he liked Vince and they just wanted to like talk about like art and you know, 
It's some art shit. And you go there. And Vince don't do like none of that shit. And Vince was also like, ni- like 18 or 19 at the time. So like we go or whatever. And he's like, oh, you want to smoke weed? I'm like, yeah. And like I hit the blunt. And then like, <laughs> oh, I, shit. And then like immediately, it was, bro, it was like, I didn't know you like to get wet. It was like, <laughs> and then like he started, he was, he was, he was talking to me. And it was like the fucking, like, like I could, like every syllable was like being crammed into my ear. It felt like, Damn. and my skin just like, oh, felt, my worst. skin just felt cold, and I got like the chills. And I'm like, oh, I smoked a lot of weed. I've done like, like what? Yeah. And then, Damn. and then, yeah, they, def- but maybe he didn't tell me it. And then I was just, I was started hallucinating. You don't hallucinate off weed, never, ever. Damn. So I was definitely. And like body chills, Vince said like I was like mumbling. I was like, like uh, I was like, speak, I was speaking in tongues. So I'm pretty sure I'm I'm like 99.9 percent sure that like I smoked like weed with Angel Dust. That's Damn. crazy. That sounds like that time uh, off that one pill, off that thing when I had that dirty pill. When I got taking that dirty pill on oh, accident, yeah. I'm not I even gonna put the person that. out there who gave it to me. Yeah. But it was a friend. <laughs> And you're supposed to be a friend. Yeah, yeah we won't put his name. We won't put there. his name out there. But he was supposed to be a friend. And he gave all of us pill. Well, two of us. Hey, no, he gave it to all of us. I didn't take it though. I didn't like the way it looked. <laughs> it just looked. It had dirty, looked fishy. A dirty pill. Uh, so I took it. It was supposed to be Molly, but it was kind of brownish. I don't know. It was weird. Well, the yeah. good, the good Molly, like the real Molly, is like kind of like it looks like kind of like brown sugar. Like, yeah, it's like so brown, br- brown crystal. So I'm thinking yeah. it was fire. So I took it. And it was a Clorox. And we, yeah, and we all. <laughs> why'd you say Clorox? That's so crazy because we all separated and then ended up start cleaning tripping out. <laughs> <laughs> we all separated, start tripping out. And then this, I guess somebody was with the homie and then the girl ended up going to the hospital. Yep. And Rain oh, was there. Shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Rain yeah. was there. That's just dangerous. The girl yes. ended up going to the hospital and then they did a toxicology report on her and they said it was methamphetamines, uh-huh. bleach, uh, all kind of, it was like four different Like the most dangerous shit that you're not supposed to put in exactly. the human body. Yep. Methamphetamine, bleach, and rat poison. And I felt and that's why I made a deal, God. I made a I was like, come on, just get me through this, please. It was like dark. I felt chills when I was hot. Every time I closed my eyes, I felt like it was slot machines going on. Like, I'm so glad I didn't It was dark. You cut a deal with God? Please, God, please. I'm devil, please. I'm devil gang. I like all the evil shit. I'm devil gang. Spice. Spice. So I got tricked on that. Oh, you got tricked on Spice? That shit will fuck you up. I just felt so, when I walked back into the party, I felt so Dizzy and just like the room was. Did you like smoke it drunk. out of a hookah? Nah, I smoked. It. <laughs> I smoked out of a, like a little piece. Yeah, people, but, but a dude just smoking th- like joints. But I didn't look at the weed. But when I, I what I does spice looked at feel it, like? I don't know, bro. When I kind of looked at it, I, it looked a little brownish. But I was just like, nah, whatever. Nah. But yeah. dude, he snaked me. Cause he I asked me, he brought me out the party to smoke that shit. I, come on, you gonna do this big yeah, shit yeah, with me? Did, come he, on, he, but you want to smoke some weed, he, he did not want to be in it in his trip alone. Nah, <laughs> I, he he like, I choose you, brother. Right. <laughs> I came, I came back to him. I was like, "Yo, bro, what was that weed we smoked?" He was like, "Weed." That was spice, man. I was like, <laughs> "Come on, man!" Spice. It's like what it's is angel dust. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck is spice? That's it's, the worst. It's synthetic weed yeah. and like who knows what's in it. It's like it's and for Kool Aid flavor. It's for people who's like <laughs> trying to like quit weed, so yeah. it's like synthetic weed, but it's like the worst shit for you. Uh, Prodigy from Mob Deep used to like smoke that shit, like uh, in the okay. studio. Yeah. After he got out of jail, like I remember what? one time I went to the studio, I got invited to the studio, and he was there, and he's like, "Want some spice?" I'm like, "Yeah." That's the only. That's, I have one Mob Deep story. Who <laughs> got offered spice? Prodigy from Mob Deep offered me spice, and I'm just like, bro, 
Like he's those fools are risky. Like, <laughs> did you did you hit it with him? No, fuck no. Because like, <laughs> okay. he told me what it was, and I'm just like, nah, good. Is that your craziest man. studio at, like interaction with no, another I, celeb that was like a little bit awkward? Also, like what the hell? Man, no, that's not even the worst. The worst is one time I got called into like a session to, um, like they were trying to put me in the writer room with a uh, Ty Dolla Sign. This is like. This is like six years ago or something, mm. and I like I got there early, and then like he showed up with his people, and I think his he might have been with his brother twenty four hours. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't that's his brother, yeah, that's like his little brother. Oh, I, think. I know that. Uh, but he thought I was an intern. He told me to like like he like tried to place a, a sandwich order with me. <laughs> like yo, man, this <laughs> yeah, turkey man, extra yeah, yeah, yeah. This, hurry up, yeah, he's like this is this, he's like this is what I need. Like he thought I was like the studio runner or something. Oh, I'm just like nah, nah I ain't no sandwich. Did you go boy, off? Bro. Yeah. Did you go? Did you go Eastside Speaky on him? <laughs> no, man. Like, <laughs> no, like I was just like I, I was like I was like it was just like really awkward. And I'm like okay for sure. I'm here. I'm here to like make music and he's like oh my bad and it was just like nothing got done it was really awkward oh, wow. but yeah he tried to like like he thought I was like the studio runner that's comedy I should have just been like oh, taking the order down like <laughs> left left, and not came back that's funny I, I remember think. I was at the studio with you one time with Fayo I think at the Red Bull studio oh yeah yeah in LA and uh, we walked in and uh, you were there uh, in the booth turned uh, that James oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very funny he's little... the nicest guy he, he's very cool though very cool very cool he's guy so, he's so cool man did yeah. he have a press was his hair pressed yes it was yeah. it was actually but he used to come to the studio sessions <laughs> Like uh, when Caleb had the studio in downtown LA that we that we made like Sex Quest at, a lot of people came through there like like Caliucci's nice. fucking like the awful records people Trinidad J Sid pulled up yeah Sid day. fucking um, who used to, who else used to pull up there uh, like Denzel Curry so a lot of nice. people would come in and out of that studio and um, every time Trinidad James he made like a whole album with Caleb. Uh, Damn, he was just freestyle. Rare. Yeah, he just make he'd freestyle all the songs, and he was always nice. Every time like he came to the studio, he'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna order pizza. Y'all want pizza?" And like he would just order pizza for everyone. <laughs> he was cool, bro. Yeah, I'm he's nice. he's mad. He's mad cool. He's still, he's in the yo. He's in the new Adam Sandler movie. Is he? Uh, is that the one where he's making his moves? Yo, he's yeah, got, he I'm not gonna lie. Yo, he's like a shoe lord. Like yeah, he on the sneaker show. He, he, he yeah. would never he, fall off. Nah, he had, I respect he it. Had, he had bread before he got in the rap game because he was oh. because that was he was like, he was he was like the vintage clothing lord and the sneaker lord of like the Atlanta scene. Got you. So like he's like so that's why he always had the fire ass kicks and every yeah, he, like rare ass kicks yo, out he, the gate. He had like he had like, he has really great style and he was already like plugged up because everyone. Like would get sneakers from him. He just yeah. caught a song. Just, yeah, oh, and he's bro, like, yeah. you made a song. Like when you're already tapped in and you know everyone in the community, right? And you're good with everyone, and everyone likes you. Yeah, like That's it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot easier. But he's I'm, the best. I'm, 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 you've you've put me on a lot of different rappers. Like, yo, of course he's I about have. to blow. You of were, course I have. I'm, you are I'm, my son. I'm dating a good, I this nigga. a good father. <laughs> <laughs> A good spring. You for sure put me on Young Rain. Thug. Rain. Rain. Because I'm Rain. a good father. <laughs> and you are my children. I, I appreciate it's, you. It's a, father, <laughs> it's a father's job to show his children the cool things in this life. You're, you know? you're right. You're right. Like, I remember holding you in my arms. Oh my read, reading to you the cat in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I don't. Do you remember that? that? I don't you remember that. Remember go, that. Da, go, dog, go. No. Frog, frog and toad. Mortimer frog. <laughs> good night, moon. <laughs> Mortimer Frog That was my favorite book Fuck you I was reading those myself I didn't know you back then Fuck you I held you 
But when we were in New York, I fed you from my teeth. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on Trinidad James. And then that night we went to the studio and that, that was before I'll go everything like even blew up. Yeah, yeah. And you showed us the video like, yo, this dude's about to blow up. And we literally went to the studio that night and he was there. And I was like, damn, that's rare. And literally like two weeks later. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. The, the song was huge. Yeah. I remember you came back, you were like, yo, Trinidad James out to be cracking. And I was like, come on, bro. This yeah. nigga yo, look crazy. Yeah, I don't get I, it. Yo, in truth. In tr- I, didn't, I didn't believe it. I did it until I heard. I was like, damn, yo, in tr- and, tr- and truthfully, like, he still makes slaps. That's like, yeah, he yeah, like for real. Like, and he's like, released like um he's he's mad smart he hasn't released like a full project like in like five years but he puts out a couple singles songs a couple there. singles every year that that do like a few billion streams mm-hmm. or like on like nice. spotify or apple or whatever and like yo he's smart he's yeah. smart it's hey, becoming well, a singles game everyone's just like so let me drop singles like, hey, well i'll go everything remix is one of the funniest remixes i've ever heard <laughs> who's, who's all on the remix like jeezy and, and, and two chains two chains and two chains has the funniest verse ever <laughs> ever you don't know that remix speak where he was like yeah, rapping he's like, it's yeah. gold all on her back <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he was so funny. That remix is funny. Where do you oh, where man. do you think you get like your 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 like your style and taste from like knowing that someone like has it like a rapper? Good question. You just yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of like it's like watching like a, a like a prize fighter like who's on the way up in his career like yeah. on the undercard like undercard to midcard to co-headline to oh you're like a pay per view guy now. Yeah. I think like you know like you could just like tell when you you know when you turn on like a fight even if you don't know anything about boxing be like, oh that guy's got hands yeah yep. like, yeah so a lot of the times like i think it's like a it's a mix of things because i'm like oh like it'll always it it, it, it always happens sonically first mm-hmm. like so i'll hear something and i'll be like, oh this is like so if like this is super catchy or this is man this is really interesting it sounds interesting it's it's a good song it has a lot, a lot of that stuff has like really good pop uh, sensibilities, like yeah. whether it's a catchy chorus or like, That's like, a, or a funny line. Those are like you know pop things, like mm-hmm. yeah, like catchy choruses, the repetitiveness of something. That's like yeah. all, all gold. Everything is that, right? Yeah. And then there's like funny, memorable lines, and then then you see the person, you're like, oh, okay, you made <laughs> this song, and you look, and you look like mad interesting. Mm-hmm. You just look cool as hell. Like you got it. Question: like, It's a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. Have you ever incorporated that same thing in your in your approach to music, like? those like pop things that catch people's eyes. Because one thing I've always noticed about your music is if you've always had, you've always been able to write a song. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they've always been catchy hooks. They've all, you, you, your music has a certain like, uh, it's just appealing in certain yeah. ways. You know what I mean? I, th- I think I write really like, even like my solo stuff, I write like, like, like singularity and all like on the new album and everything. I think it's, it's a lot of elements from like the pop music that I like. See, mm. whether and, it's like Charlie XCX or like, Re- like, or Rihanna. See, or, like, and I was yeah. going to say this. Jennifer like, Lopez, we're I've just jamming always, out to Jennifer right. Lopez. <laughs> yeah. I've always noticed this about Pisces artists from like Ja Rule to Rihanna to Leaky Lee, right? Yeah. yeah. They, all of them are like a very, um, uh, melody based yeah. mm. you know what I mean like uh, you guys always have a melody to your song that's catchy as fuck yeah. that catches people from the hook to the lyrics or whatever it is yeah. and I just feel like Pisces artists always have that and yeah. and you guys taste in music will reflect that yeah. you know what I mean I think I've gotten better in being concise with my writing uh, to not just like the hooks but like the verses mm-hmm. knowing how to um, get a message across right. without 
without using without making it too complicated or confusing or or like or like stripping it down like you know it's uh it's not like compromising it you could still like get the message but a lot of a lot of people aren't really you you have to get the message in there like in a clever way almost exactly almost you always been clever you gotta sneak it in but now i'm like more so i've known how to like simplify it because a lot of a lot of the times like well i'm not like dumbing down my lyrics i'm not doing that but it's not dumbing it down it's just kind of like making it a slap yeah yeah like let's like it's like right it's it's like long form writing like i haven't been in school and like i haven't been in college or whatever forever but you know it's like when you do like your essays or your dissertation or whatever you have to like Get your point. You have to prove your point. You're like, yeah. you're, you know, there's a structure you, to like an essay. It's like yeah, the yeah. intro, the thesis. <laughs> the yeah, thesis. this is how I'm going to support the fact. That's, that's and that's what, how you set up your song. That's how that's how writing is. That's, mm. that's how like writing a song is now to me. And that's how like I kind of like I think about it. What right. do you start off with usually when making a song? It, it all depends. Now, like I don't. They're like there's very there's very few times like I sit down and like type it out like I'm gonna say this or like yeah. a lot of times I'm just like I have a little smoke or I'll have like some gin or something the beat will be playing and I have I usually the hooks just like come to me and it'll be yeah. not so much like I know exactly what I'm gonna say right? but I'll have like the structure of how I'm gonna say it so now I'm like oh yo just like put it on loop record let me go in the booth real quick and like I'll sit in front of the mic and I'll like hum out like the structure mm. you know like uh, it, uh, you, whatever it may be, you know, you, you yeah. come out the structure and then like, you know, you know, like uh, you, you fill in the words. So you might have the loose melody. Of, yeah. I'm trying to think of an example of the song, like uh, um, something from the new album. Oh, maybe like, uh, you know, like for faces, you know, get faded, and I got yeah. faces. That's I've so, seen you in studio, just yeah. going around, walking around, doing yeah, that walking for like around, twenty yeah. minutes, and, and, you, and you put down the structure, and then you fill in it, then you fill, you fill it in, in like, word by word. Do you write in my head? I, like, oh, so you don't write anything down or type anything no, down no. ever. No, no. So, uh, a lot of the times, like if I'm like in like transit, like I do a lot of writing, like when I'm traveling or on the, the subway or airplane, I'll do like a voice note. Mm-hmm. And I'll do like I'll throw I'll put those structures in, yeah. Or you know like the whatever clever lines I have, oh, I'll say that later. I'll remember it later. But a lot of the times, like like I create like on the spot, and I I can put the the lyrics together in my head now. Maybe not like at the level like Jay Z or Wayne could do it, but mm-hmm. like I don't like physically write anything down. When do you have you always done your music like that? Or no, did you just I used to that? be real. I used to be real. Like okay, here's the rap. <laughs> Here's the punch like rap to do punchline. These lines rhyme. These like real like methodical about it. Like yeah. let me let me write it down. But then I, I figured it I figured out like there's a reason like there's such a like spontaneous kind of like attack on the flows of like whether it's like Wayne or Thug mm-hmm. yeah. or or like Denzel Curry or Kendrick or whoever it is. Right. It's it's because um you can you can write in your head. You could write like these melodic ideas, mm-hmm. and so your first few bars are gonna be like da 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 da, and then okay, you punch that in, and then be like okay, but then the next line, then the ne- the next section will be like da 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 da. You could like you know it comes from yeah, a different exactly. place. I know exactly so, what so you mean. So it's not yeah. like here I'm rapping at this table. You ask me how I do it, it's because I'm able. No, it's, that's yeah. like that's like writing. No, it's like stupid, right? That's, that's yeah. so like when you're when you're actually like physically writing your things down. I think it's it it kind of it puts a 
a hold on it. Yeah, like like a chokehold on the structure. There's only so many mm. things you could do because yeah. like, there's like think about visually it. you there's, see it. Yeah, they call, like and That's it's so true. stupid that like, they call it like bars. Okay, yeah, we don't want to do like bars. We want like the free space to go like all over the paper, not just like to the margin. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. So like now it's like this like and maybe like I've been doing that for like maybe like like the last three, four years. I was going to say like what album was the first album you probably went you didn't write. You just went from there on. I didn't write any, I didn't write anything on like a man. Like physically write. I didn't physically write anything for a man in his plants. I didn't physically write anything for this one. Mm. Yeah, it's, that's deep. Because you're, you're a rare breed. It's, it's like Jackson Pollock, right? Like in, to put it like in a painting terms, like, yeah. all right, like, I'm just going to like, here's the canvas. Like the beat is the canvas and you just fucking splatter that shit. Yeah. And that's your, that's like your technique. You just but also see where it, goes. it gives more dimension to what you could do vocally. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's so weird because like I never have to like actually explain the process. Yeah. And like when I'm in studio, there's never like, there's not like, Sometimes, very rarely, there'll be like a homie, homies around, you know? Yeah, exactly. But like, I don't have like, there's not like hella bitches. Hella it's not a party. It's like, to me, it's like a, it's like an office space. Right. right? I feel that. And so like, I treat it, I treat it like that. It's like, all right, like I want to, I'm going to come today. I'm going to make something. Even if it's whack, at least like I, there, I did the exercise of making something. Right. Yeah. So I think for like singularity, we made like me and Lato made, we made, we literally made a song every time we, we met. And then how did you pick, meet him? Pick, uh, I actually met him with like Ty and uh, uh, Ty and Young Corey and Gopi. We all went down to like Tijuana, like in two thousand, <laughs> two thousand like thirteen, to play a music and festival. This is Lau that you produced, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met Lau and all. I met all those guys, like the Mexico City crew, in like two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. And Damn. then when I moved to Mexico City, it was just kind of like a natural thing. Like you party with these people, you get drinks with them. They're your homies. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you go to clubs with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Do a little perico, whatever, <laughs> no, whatever it may be, and then you yeah. just like, then it's just like, oh, like we're hanging out a lot, like yo, let's get some money, let's make an album. Is that what made you go to Mexico City? Probably no, that was, particularly that place in Mexico. Or no, like? I was just, I was just like, I was just burnt down. Plus, like my family's from there, and I was, Got you. I was burnt down. The L.A. life, they, 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 the Soho House bought the building for uh, where Caleb's studio was. We were leaving our apartment that was near Skid Row. And it was just like, it was just a lot. Maybe I wasn't too sure like the next, like, I don't think I was lost. I was just, I wasn't sure what the next step was creatively. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to like go here and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to start from scratch. Mm. And that's like, and I think it gave new dimension to not just my creativity, but my worldview. And also like, it kind of made it like, oh damn, like, like he's not accessible anymore. You just can't like see him. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, he's like, when, when now it's like, oh, he's playing a show. That's rare. We got to go. Or, oh, yeah. he's got, he's, he's coming out with an album. That's crazy. We got to listen to it. Yeah. It creates it. Even for like the media now, like, like, like Sway or LA leakers or whatever. They're like, damn, you're not even in the country no more. Tell us about it. Like everyone thinks wants to know about that. Yeah. yeah. It's like something, but it's just like, it's a place. Just like LA is a place. Just like the murder is a place. Every, you can find something special and, and inspirational uh, anywhere. Right. You yeah. know, but it was just, it was a place that I felt comfortable enough and a place that I really wanted to reset. Was it an instant, was it an instant transition for creating when you got to Mexico? Was it, yeah. like, as soon as you got out there, were you like, yeah, I can create out here. Yeah, I'm good and it's better than I where took, I was. I took a few months off just like exploring. I mean, I did like a project with uh, Dream Panther 
while I was that was like the first thing I like made when I since I've been there I made I made Speak Panther Lonely Primavera Man is Plants and and this one I made like four projects hmm. Speak Panther got like really slept on but there's like really good songwriting on it and I don't know why it just didn't click with people but then like Primavera people fucking loved Plants everyone loved everyone loves the new shit but uh, the first few months I just I didn't I didn't make anything hmm. I could I, like I was just like all right I'm gonna like explore the city and I'm going to learn where everything's at and I'm going to go to museums and I'm going to read books and I'm going to do cocaine and go to reggaeton <laughs> parties. And yeah, party. exactly. And I'm going to eat fucking tacos every day and I'm going to like fall in love and I'm going to, you and know, that I'm just going to live. I'm yeah. just going to like yeah. literally, you know, like, I was just doing crazy shit. Like, That's lit. Just living life, gambling. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know? and then, but then like after like six months, I'm like, all right, like, yeah, I get, um, I was like, all right, I want to go to a club and I want to hear fucking Migos and Future. Where can I do that at? Like, well, that's like people like that shit here, but the clubs don't cater to that. I was gonna say, so, like, I mean, what's the hip hop culture in Mexico? Well, there is hip, there is hip hop culture. There's like, uh, like one of the biggest like rappers, not just in Latin America, but the world. His name's Aliman, and he's from Acapulco. No, he's mm. from sorry, uh, he's not from Acapulco. He's from uh, uh, Cabo San Lucas. Mm-hmm. But he Damn. like, yeah, and he's lit, dude. <laughs> He's lit and he's like a real rapping ass, like hip hop rapper, but he can do yeah. the trap shit. Like, and and people don't even know about him. And like, he could come to like, he just did like in downtown Mexico. Uh, it's called the Socolo. And it's where all the, the, uh, the construction from, like all the, the colonial architecture is. Right. So, and it's the center of the city and they throw like, um, the government throws like free concerts and stuff there. And you could fit like you know half a million people in this in the town Damn. square, and he just did like a concert there, and it was ha- there was literally half a fucking million people there. That's crazy. Damn, it was just going crazy. Lit. Like the fo- yeah, and dude, he does like hundreds of millions of views on his videos, on his streams, million followers, but like maybe no one outside of like um, Spanish speakers know who he is. But mm. but fortunately, like the Spanish the Spanish speaking world is so you're talking about the whole from from where Mexico starts all the yeah. way down. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, like it's, it's so funny how here in America, we kind of look at it. So like, well, if you're not popping in America, yeah. hey, you must not be on or, but, dude, but those folks <laughs> are doing straight. Like, exactly. Like, like, like bad bunnies fucking everywhere, but bad bunny didn't yeah. need to make a pop hit with nobody. Bad bunny, bad bunny. So popular, he don't even need to like the old way used to be. If you were a Spanish language artist, like what is Shakira? What are Ricky Martin? What, what did they all do? Right. Let man, yeah. let's do this. Let's do our big song, but in English and let's do a collab like bad bunny. And uh, they, they don't sing in English because there's no need because <laughs> I never thought about that. There do- is there, none, none. Because there's no need for them to jump into the English speaking world. The English speaking world has to come to them. If you if you're trying to get on a track with Bad Bunny, like Drake had to sing in Spanish. <laughs> you feel me? Like he had to do- because <laughs> Bad Bunny's the dude getting all the fucking streams. Right. And you want and you want a piece of that. Yeah. Right. And you want to expand you want to expand your brand into like global markets or whatever. But I never thought of it like that. I just thought of it as like, okay, I'm gonna like reset. But yeah, the this the like Yoga Fire, he's been on my last couple projects. He's a really dope uh rapper from uh, Mexico City. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dope producers. There's Spanish language R&B that's coming out of the city, which Damn. there's never yeah. been. There's never really been anything like that. So, I mean, like, I would love a it, Spanish R&B. Y'all, 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 yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put you on after the show. So For there's sure. like, Hell like yeah. Noah Sainz, who's like on the new album, like Girl Ultra. They're making Spanish language R&B like sexy R&B in Spanish, and there's 
and it's there's never really been like an equivalent. So like in Spanish language music, it's either like regional, traditional music, yeah. or like super pop, or like mm. super. Mm-hmm. We're making pop music, right? But, What's like super pop, like Shakira. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. first she was super rocker, then like yeah, she went pop or like. Yeah. Um, it's like, Pitbull pop, yeah, yeah, or like, oh, yeah. or like, or like Ricky, Ricky Martin, all Ricky, yeah. Where's Pitbull like in the Latin world? Where's Pitbull? Is he like Michael he's, Jackson? He's he's, he's, he's like dog. the biggest. He's like, Mr. Worldwide. He's yeah. Mr. Yeah. Worldwide. Like, Everyone dog. laughs at me, but he's 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 top. He's he's one of the top Latino rappers of all time. People I just have For to accept sure. that. For sure. For sure. People like, just have people to argue that. People do not. People like man, but he's like. He's like a character. Like people are like, he's a character. He's, he's done like, every New uh, Year's Eve, everything, every, yeah. everything. Has all the endorsement deals. Has I all the. He did Kodak first. And, he was I, love, I love him. Boom. And before and before he started making like all like these crazy pop songs, like he was a Miami street rapper. He yes. was. Yes, he, he was. Lil John. He was in Trick Daddy yeah. videos Yo, back in the day. Yo, he's, dumb, he was like a real, he was a, he's a real street rapper, right? Yeah. And there's also an argument because like in the Latin community, everyone like like it's become a meme at this point. Everyone's like, oh, like Gasolina is like the the Latin national anthem, and I. I'll make the argument that Kulo's a better song than Gasoline. I like Kulo, man. That's Pitbull. I like that. Doom, 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 doom. I like that song better. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, tremendo. Kulo, Kulo is tight. Kulo, Kulo is tighter than uh, Gasoline. What I, also, what I like about Pitbull like the most is like his transition from that to like Street. Max swag. Yeah, Street. yeah. Thirty Street. bad bitches on stage. Exactly. <laughs> Max pop. I love his, that. Shit. His wife is the baddest bitch in the world. He's getting all Pitbull's the guap. All the guap. Yeah, I ain't know that. Like, I did not know Pitbull. She's super bad, and they're in an open marriage. He could do whatever he wants. That's so tight. Shout out Pitbull for that. Bomb on that. <laughs> you can't bomb on that. You can't drop a bomb on that one. That's so lit. You can't be. If you're Mr. Worldwide, you need access to everything. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you can't have a name every, like that. Every plane, <laughs> every, every country, every woman, this every is, party. This is true. That's lit, man. Well, man, Mexico, I definitely got to go out there. Yeah. I remember when CJ came back from going out there with you, he was telling me y'all was going to all like the luchador fights. Well, and yeah, man, we were in the freaking, fun- in the function and somehow like all the pimps and the drug dealers gravitated towards him when he walked <laughs> in the room. <laughs> of course. It's the truth. It's the truth. Of course. And CJ speaks Spanish, so like... Like he was like good, and everyone's just like, yeah, like all like the pimps and the drug dealers, like yo, you're tight, like you're with us, like let me buy you a drink. <laughs> oh my god, it well, was it was crazy, it was crazy. That's lit. Well, the next definitely time we get you on the show, we gotta do it out there. I think oh, we just man. got to bring it out there to Mexico City. That'd be dope. We, we, can can have, we can have some, we can have some of the the homies homies come through, like the local artists. I would uh, love the to dudes do that. that. I'm like creating with because. You know, they're all fucking genius and they're all fucking yeah. great artists and they all speak English too. So, oh, shit. Them, yeah, they're all, they're all tight. You know, something else too all. before we get off of that, I wanted to ask you because when you were out there, you were throwing parties out there and you were actually yeah, I was doing DJing. Yeah, down in the DF. So, so you were bringing yeah, yeah, that oh, yeah, down yeah. in the DF. Down in the DF is that down in the DF. Before we got, before we got sidetracked, so, to bring the point back, like, so after like six yeah. months of just like wilding out, like exploring, just being solo. I was like, all right, where can I go fucking hear Migos and stuff? And people are like, oh, well, people like that shit here, but there's not like really clubs. Like you have to go to like the, the hood hood to like, Ooh, to like, listen. because it's still like sectioned off like that. Mm-hmm. Like, man, club, nah, man, we didn't reggaeton, pop, all this shit. Like no one wants to hear a rap. Like, so uh, me and the homie started a rap function and like, oh, the, yeah. Like, where, like how did it start? Like the home. Okay. So there's a, there's like a bar called the, the Legion Americana and it used to be the old American Legion where like all the dudes the veterans from the Korean War Vietnam War the guys who like moved to the Americans who moved to Mexico City they had like their little clubhouse right yeah so I knew a dude in the I knew a dude in the city who's like a promoter and uh 
an agent and stuff. Him and his uh, girlfriend uh, bought the, bought it from the old like the old American soldiers, the vets, mm. and they converted it into like a bar, a sick like a little bar restaurant with a dance floor, DJ booth. Yeah. And but it's like it's like but it's is mad tiny. So I was like, all right, he's and I was like, yo, I want to throw a rap night. So he got involved. He's like, yo, I'll give you the spot to do it. Me, him, the other homie from New York, France, who lives in who lives in Mexico City. And then we'd always have like uh, guest DJs from like from the city or like whatever DJ from Mexico was uh, from different part of Mexico that was passing through. Like, yo, come DJ our night. Like, so we always had guests, you know, to like, that's just like, okay, these are like, you know, like a Mexican guy and two dudes from the States throwing a party. It's like, all right, like, no, like we're making, we're making it with the homies here. Like, and that's like, no, that's yeah. the venue that in the hood? No, no, the venue, the venue was like kind of like in like a trendy, in, oh, in, a tr- cool. in like the trendy neighborhood. Hey. So, like, everyone from the hood would come to it. Nice. And it, like, so, like, so it, it, went it went from like super like hipster and trendy to like there was, there was nights where there was fights because you'd have like, you know, <laughs> like, like you'd have like, like, like the rich Mexico City kids, like, oh, I, I like Drake, I like Migos. They'd be in the function and they would, they would be rubbing elbows with dudes from like Iztapalapa or Tepito, which are like super hood. Who would come yeah. to the function because they want to hear rap too? Yeah, and so sometimes there would be fights and like the yeah. rich kids would get punched out and robbed. Like it was, <laughs> yo, so it was, was just like L.A. Yo, because all of a sudden it was like this new hot spot to right. like come yeah. come and listen to rap. So everyone from all over the city heard came. about it. it was like, and you were DJing, yeah. So the first the first time we th- they the first time we threw it, I mean this is like a little restaurant bar with a dance floor. You could fit maybe. Maybe you could fit like uh, like ninety people in there. The full Damn. restaurant, the dance, bro. We had like two hundred people packed in that shit. People uh, line out the door. People Damn. couldn't get in, Damn. and we did that. We did that joint for three years, once a month. That Damn. was like that was my job, just to like DJ. Nice. And then like I started like falling back a little bit. Like once I got right like back into music mode. Yeah, because I'm like, all right, well. I was, I was I was doing it. Okay, yeah, yeah, this cool. We made it. Right, you know, that's exactly what it was like. All right, like that's what I like to do. I'm like, all right, like we built this thing. Like now what? Right. Awesome. Like, man, man, we definitely got to bring that party back though. No, they're st- they're still throwing it. Like the homies, the homies are still throwing. Wait a minute, it. it's still going on. Yeah, but it's not it's not down in the DF anymore because that's my just like Art Goon Radio is. <laughs> you fucking talk to Big C about you that. fucking plagiarist. <laughs> I mean, my, my bonus, my bones are not to pick with him. They're to pick with you. But you know what you said? What? You said, I am the original Argoon. I did not. You coined the term. You did. And you called me the Argoon. I was doing- Can a, we get the so story, it's, please? It's I was doing a lot of drugs that around is, that time. <laughs> that word is mine. For what I remember, you said that you coined the, the word Argoon I because did. you saw Reem painting, yep. and he was sagging his pants wearing blue, Burberry shorts, uh, like drawers. Rain boots. Gucci rain boots. Yeah. I remember. They had, they had doo-doo stains on them. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. Oh my god! You told, you told the Doo-doo you was, told the story precisely. Doo-doo was dripping you. out the boom god. Nah, oh my none god. of that was happening. Well, moving right along, man. <laughs> we about to go into my one of my favorite parts of the show, Are sports talk. Are we back, Coach K? We back, baby. Back. We back. Theme music. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Lakers, baby. Coach K. Yeah. Uh, Lakers, baby. Lakers, baby. 
Lake Show, number one in the whole goddamn league, man. I, I love it. I do yes. too. How we feeling? I cry sometimes at night, <laughs> and I look at my Kobe jersey because I know I'm gonna be able to wear it at a parade this year. Yes, sir. And it's just a beautiful time in LA. And you know it what is. else I want to talk about? So. I just love the chemistry between Anthony Davis and Kobe Bryant. I even love how all—I mean, not Kobe Bryant. Excuse me, Anthony Davis okay. and LeBron okay, James. Okay, okay. Excuse me. Sorry, I was thinking about the Kobe jersey. Okay. My bad. Okay. Magic Thank you. Irving. And- <laughs> and I love and I love KCP. Oh what? Yeah, KCP has been making threes. He's yes. been playing. He's been making you rebounds. You can't troll somebody as hard as you did. <laughs> he did. That's why I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and I love what KCP doing. You trolling him so hard. And I even love how Dwight Howard has came around and starting to. I chip told you in. from the beginning of the season, he only has a couple jobs, and he's doing them very well. He's mm-hmm. he's making but sure everyone has water. <laughs> he's making sure that the jerseys are nicely nice. And Give cut. him more credit, man. Yeah, he's rebounding, blocking shots, man. Do you think it was a? It's it was always a mental thing with Dwight yes. Howard though yeah. because I was like how could you be that big that athletic and just stink like, <laughs> yep. like no because like when you compare him to like someone like Shaq or whatever you're like alright like big fucking dude right Bruh. like Shaq was getting all the boards yeah. putting up mm-hmm. fucking 30 points whatever yeah. I was like Easy. how can you how can you not how can you not be that for yeah. sure I mean to be honest and Shaq Howard, was doing that when he was fat too yes fat yeah. Shaq. Yeah. Yes. yes he was you're big you're big buff athletic and, fat and, and tight just, and, got, and got three points two Rebounds, one right? Like, I, I mean, honestly, that. like he's he's <laughs> second to Shaq, bro. He's like the biggest center maybe ever. Yeah. You're talking about like size, word, yeah, yeah, bro. Like think about it from like, yeah, uh, like David Robinsons to the Kimolaji ones. Like they're fairly kind of slimmer. Yeah, this nigga is bro. buff, you know, all what I mean? the way buff, and he's extremely uh, athletic. But the thing is, like, like Speak said, is it's definitely mental. It's always been mental. My only question with him has always been, why haven't you worked on like your post game? Yep. your whole career. I seen him drain a three the other night. Right, he did. I'm a cry. <laughs> Yeah. He definitely it's did. It's getting crazy, man. I said, do I want the fuck? Let's go. <laughs> it's getting crazy, man. And, I, and I'm just happy that all that, after the first game against the Clippers, all that Clippers shit yeah. is out the door. I was in a, hey. out, and shout out Johnny Blends. I, at the barbershop in Navy Roots. Hey. I was arguing with this nigga because he's a Clipper fan. Yes. And shout out Vince to another Clipper fan. Big Clipper fan. <laughs> yeah. The I just know this. But the thing is, I haven't even talked my shit yet because we, we haven't played them until Christmas. And that's the I game. I can't that wait till Christmas. I cannot wait. I can't that's wait. That's until birthday. Christmas afternoon. All on right? my birthday. Right before the S bar, I'm going to cuss out every Clipper I'm fan. I'm about to be going crazy <laughs> for that they're, game. They're, we have to win they're that game. They're going to smack them out, I think. We have to win that game. It might smack are, are we home? Out. Is there going to be yeah. Lakers stuff everywhere? We don't yeah. got to look at them weak ass <laughs> Clipper stuff. No, ba- no banners. Yeah. <laughs> no. Can we please? No, no retired jersey. Nothing. Nothing. Who's a retired Clipper? Thank you. Rodney Rogers? No one cares. <laughs> Come on, man. No. <laughs> Quentin Rodney Richardson. Rogers. Come on, man. Quentin Richardson, maybe there's Nah, Rosen. bro. <laughs> Hell nah. Elton Brand. Yeah, I was, was going to say Elton Brand. <laughs> you know, nah, but you know what? The Clippers are, are a very good team. Uh, they're, they're pretty scary with Paul George back. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm not going to lie, bro. This, kinda, this year, you know, usually I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident with my, like, picks and just, like, with the matchups and stuff. But Lakers and Clippers, man, they're so, like— even that yeah. I, obviously I want the Lakers to win I think they're gonna win yeah. but it's it's gonna have to take Paul George or Kawhi to having to miss some shots because yeah. uh, um, Lou Williams who I'm scared of he's the X Factor I'm scared of Lou Will I'm scared I'm of Lou scared Will than anyone else on the whole team he's the X Factor <laughs> because to be honest you could arguably say that he's a better scorer or a more effortless scorer than PG true 
Yeah, and he's True. the third. He's the third option, so he just scares me. How about that last shot on the game? I'm, I'll bet on Lou Will. Uh, yeah, How about I mean, that? Shit. I'll bet on Lou Will before Paul George missing threes but, but, when it counts ass. There, there's a lot to talk about. Those okay. First, I have a question. Who's who's the MVP of the league right now? So far, we're, we're a quarter through the through the Anthony season. Anthony Davis. Okay. Who do you who do you think? I want to uh, say Giannis, but I'm I mine's pick is Giannis. He's just too dominant, and like to Reem said earlier this year, uh, earlier this season, he ain't no one trick pony no more. No, nope. yeah, that nigga's hitting threes. Yeah, consistently. Who's MVP, Ray? Man, based off of like MB, MVP like categories, like wins and everything. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I gotta say, Giannis. I, I would say James Harden if, yeah, I was if say, it wasn't people, people gonna, other things people, involved. People gonna say people gonna argue Harden because he's yeah. well. The thing is, had a ridiculous run. He, he dropping is. fifty bombs. He is, bro. I mean, Giannis and, and, for sure, but Harden's, uh, Harden's up there. Yeah. He is. I mean, Harden, the, yeah. the only thing that not he has the best individual performance. Yes, yes. I feel yes like. he is. It was sure. the win, performance. The wins, individual performance, not a team player. The wins are calculating, like like Giannis, and you know. People are saying, like, I just seen Grant say uh, he's the best uh, scorer ever to live, right? Yeah. The thing is, is, like, obviously he's not to me, but I think it's mainly because of, because, you know, you have to ask how he's scoring. And if you're shooting that many damn shots, if, you're, if, you, if you have the ball every single possession, it kind of brings your, the value down of True. the 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. He cracked the code. And as the game evolved into what it is now, yes. he was like the front runner of that style. Yes. And he cracked every code, getting to the line. Yes. He's like, he's, I mean, he's game shark. The individual performance only matters if your team is winning. Yes. So, and that's hello. how I feel right? about it. Like, yes. So you could, you we could talk about MVP yeah, trophies. You, yeah. So like you could be a James Harden and have like these great like run of games. Yeah. But unless your team is like sitting top seed and you guys are on a crazy win streak and you, like. Exactly. And it's not like he doesn't have star power. Yeah. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He has depth. He has Russell and the whole thing. Yep. But, you know, the one thing I can say about James Harden, though, is that he is cementing himself as arguably the most, like, you know, unstoppable guard in terms of, like, scoring because he has no weakness. He can mm. get to the hole at will. He can shoot at will. Yeah. He has handle. He's strong. He can pass. He, he's athletic. Yes. He's he a, a big statement. I, I, I can... Now, now, again, again. He bends he, the rules he, a lot. <laughs> nah, he, he does. He, he, does. He, he likes to press the line and see what he can get away <laughs> with. He does. 100%. But it, it, I like, I I like that. <laughs> it's, it's dirty the, ball. It's the, it's the, offensive, <laughs> dirty it's ball. the offensive toolbox. Like, like KD's the most effort, effortless scorer. Kobe Bryant's the best scorer to me overall, but James Harden has literally no weakness. So, you know. A lot of good stories. Moving along on sports. The Knicks fire Fizdale. Yeah, I mean, that kind of pissed me off a little bit, man. Was he the scapegoat? He definitely's the scapegoat. That's fucked. To be honest, the second time that's happened to him. Yes, but no, 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 no. Yeah, it it is. Like, come on. But you know what? I I think I think him going into the situation, he kind of knew. This could happen. And yeah. I feel good about I feel good for him because he's getting paid three more years on his contract. And Wait, he's, so and they're he just and he doesn't have to, and and he doesn't have to coach him. the Knicks anymore? Thank you. Bro, when you're out of free man, that's a death sentence. Bro, bro, no more scrutiny, no more none of that shit. That's got to be the worst market to play in. I mean, because you know, honestly, worst fans. Yep. Hey, hey, right, right. Because, hey, they had all the optimism in the world trying to get Katie and Kyrie. You've seen where they were. Katie said, nigga, what? We're going to Brooklyn. Like, bro, they lost two of them to Hey, come clean, Kel. If you were in college right now yeah. and you were the number one pick yeah. and you had a choice between the Knicks or the Nets I'm going to the Nets 
But like, the Knicks would be your team. But the the Nets are how they are right now. Kyrie and Katie. No, the, before no Kyrie or Katie. No nothing. It's just I'm going Knicks or Nets because I have to meet. I would have to meet both like uh, yeah. owners. Like I have to. I got a vibe with you if you're gonna be yeah. paying me. I'm going to the Nets. I can't fast. fuck with you. It, yeah, just, it just seems like being a Quick. Knicks fan is just like it's eter- hard. eternal suffering. Yes, <laughs> I see all like the homies <laughs> season after season. I see all like the artists, homies, all the like. <laughs> All, all the homies who live who live in fucking New York just tweet their sadness every game. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like Raider fans. It's like man, yeah. I said it. Ooh, it's okay, Ray. This is true. It's like nah, Raider fans. But, but the Raiders, like, didn't y'all win? The like, Raiders it, are worse. Before I was they born, didn't get, yeah, the they Raiders, didn't win in the early two thousands. Hey, they never got to the ship. Oh, I thought they. The Raiders are worse because they always get good players and good things, but they do stupid moves in between. Like they'll trade off Khalil Mack, but then get like Antonio Brown, but then Antonio Brown don't want to play for him, and then it's bad, over. Just bad, it just bad management, up. bro. It's just I love, I love, I love AB. Hey, <laughs> AB, hey, have you been seeing his he's, tweets to, to Tom Brady? Yeah, no. He's, he's, he's oh yeah, comments. Hey, hey yo, Tom. Hey yo, Tom, what up? Yo. <laughs> hey yo, tell your son. I you, said congratulations. <laughs> you had to know that was that was a that was a disaster. And he got the cops called on him last night. <laughs> like, oh, the, like, a video. Come, come to the like he's not a fit for the Patriots. Nah, not just, I the, wanted the, that the, game the, so the, bad. The, cult, the, the Patriot culture, the coaching culture, the but Randy fan Moss culture. Was though, right? Randy yeah, Moss was Randy an Ma- AB though. Yeah, AB is uh, probably stupid. the most reckless athlete of <laughs> all time. Dumb. Randy Moss was <laughs> so a real than, nigga. Than Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Damn. You have a point there. Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones, Jones is, is the, the most reckless. Is the risk. <laughs> Wait, what did Pac-Man Jones do? He definitely punched the girl in the strip club. For picking up the money, stab somebody. Oh, shit. <laughs> stab allegedly, some- supposedly, stab uh, somebody. Supposedly. I think he stabbed somebody. Yep. He, couldn't, he couldn't pass his drug test. Is that, yep. is that the guy who like got knocked out through the ropes and was like falling out crazy? Or that? Nah, I stabbed Judah. My bad. My bad. No. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Hey, two, I'm, I'm, two different I'm, I'm, sports. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kale only, Kale only knows basketball. That's who, how you know. It's kind of like that. Who, who, who are you talking about? He's like, he was, uh, he was, he was a cornerback <laughs> for, the, oh, for, for the Bengals, right? He played for the Bengals. He played for the, uh, the Cowboys. The Titans. Cowboys. He played Cowboys. for a lot of teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he got, he got so. Adam Pac-Man Jones. Adam Pac-Man Jones. He's like a boxer. It does. Pac-Man does that. Wait, there wasn't a Pac-Man boxer? Yeah, Manny Pacquiao. Definitely. That's how, I know, that's how I know Pac-Man Jones is risky because I've never met a black guy Pac-Man named Adam. Jones. Have you ever met a, <laughs> Wait, have you ever met a, bl- a black guy named Adam? No. <laughs> never. Okay, the homie's brother, Adam? who's a, he's okay. a shooter, and okay. he shoot, he shoot, not shoot. Like, I was like, whoa. Look at him. He's telling. Back to your snitching no, way. He's a photographer. He's a photographer. His Adam? In a video, okay. his name is Adam. He's the only Adam I know, though. I've never met a Mexican Adam, and I've never met a black guy named Adam. Hamilton. Uh, he's white. Yeah, he's white. Too. Adam, Adam Weiss. He dressed like a cholo, though. He like, wears like dicky jumpsuits and shit. Shout out Hamilton. Everything. Shout out so who's the um who's the who's, the, who's the rookie of the year for the NBA? Good question. Yeah, I have one more question after that too. By the way, uh, right. John Morant. Yeah, John Morant's the rookie is, of the year. Dude is yeah, crazy. I agree. I'm I'm sad that the Suns didn't draft him and him and Devin Booker didn't link up. That hey, would have been crazy. crazy. Where's Zion? I want to know. I forgot about Zion. Where is Zion Williams? He's supposed to be playing on the on the Christmas. If I see that fuck ass Jordan commercial where he's dunking again, I ain't see shit on the court. I don't give a fuck what he did on the court. I want to see something on the court. He tore the meniscus. So he oh, he did. No, 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 no. Meniscus it. is. The, it's you said it was. That sounds like yeah. a big word. What the fuck? Meniscus, <laughs> meniscus <laughs> is is one of the the main three of your of the knee yeah. that you do want to uh, tear. You don't want to tear ACL. Yeah. Okay. You want to tear the MCL. 
Gotcha. So he's gonna be back. I, from what I and heard, that was that was in the preseason. Yeah, yeah, he hurt himself. So, so has you know, it been eight weeks? I believe it's hit like. Uh, eight all right, weeks so like where's now. I? Where's I on it? But it's you want to be cautious, man. It was it was it was a it was a, it was a lying light injury. shoot arounds. Like right. shoot arounds. They're lying. They were lying. They didn't want to scare the people. That's why they said it was like, yeah, it's just a little, it's just a little quick little. Oh, was like, so it was big. It was they yeah, it was it low up? key kind of big. Yeah, they covered okay, it. it, was it was, cover that was a cover up job. Right? I, okay, so question: um, Who is the sleeper team that you guys uh, had? I'm gonna say because I said that, that the Jazz weren't gonna be as good, and they're damn. Not. I was wrong about the Jazz, bro. Yeah. I just I just seen. I was like, like Mike Conley's. I was good, very wrong. Boston I don't think he's gonna hooping. get them over the hump. And uh, uh, yeah. the Celtics are hooping. They are. The Celtics are hooping right now. Kemba's killing. You know who's the sleeper? Who? Dallas. I didn't have Yo. Dallas as high. They're, they're number two, or they might be three now, right? Yeah. Shout out Mark Cuban Fourth? Okay. for, well, for that, doing yeah. them picks and having Christian Porzingis and uh, Luca. Bro, he, yes. got a, he got a case hey. over the summer. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you in Dallas, baby, we get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Cuban. Michael Irvin? Yeah, Cuban. <laughs> Cuban will make that go away. Cuban will make that go yep. away with a Shark Tank yeah. fucking ticket real quick. Hey, his, his name isn't Christian. Damn. It's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's Christoph. It's not Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps? Chris Stapps. What'd you call him? Christoph. Chris Christian. 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 I said, Christian. Christian Mingle over there. <laughs> uh, no. I hate you waiting hey, for the correct thing so he can mock me. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to mess up. I knew it happened one time this episode. Okay, What's that. his name? Uh, Chris, uh, Christmas? <laughs> All right, man. Hey, the second team. And Reem, uh, me and right. Reem were talking about this because he was like, hey, man, Devin Booker, he taking the money over, over trying to win. <laughs> he did. They're number eight. In the West. That's not good. That's <laughs> one spot away from not being in. The Suns? Yeah. They weren't even projected to even be like top 10. You know what no, I don't like about the, the Suns? Suns. <laughs> you know what, what I don't like about the Suns? They ain't never been good. They were number one. <laughs> good in the 90s. And then, already, and then four you know, weeks later, now they're number eight. Barkley. Well, that's, sure. that's what I don't like about the that's Suns. That's just the league, Dang, though. I mean, you, nice you, you should know that. But the fact <laughs> that they're still in the playoffs, that's so can we, a very So can we make a bet? I need it. <laughs> yeah, that. you're not one of you don't want to bet on the Suns. I don't yeah, know nigga. About, I don't know about yeah, that. All right. I mean, it's, we're just coming to the Christmas break. Like yeah. you know, it's like we get down to it like after the All Star break. I was gonna yep. say that after All Star break, like, All Star break, see we'll where see. they're at. Is I have a question. If they're in seven, I have a question. <laughs> right. Speak. Um, because a lot of the sports out here in the states have been going out to Mexico yes, and doing. Sir. How has that been out there that you've seen? Like, especially like the I know the Raiders played a game. Yeah, out I there. went to the Raiders Texan at the at the Azteca Stadium. It's like the it's like the biggest stadium in North America. Damn. It's like where they had like the World Cup finals twice. Mm-hmm. Nice. You could, you could do like a hundred like. It's just a big ass stadium. You could fit like a, like a hundred twenty thousand people. Was it sold out? Shit. Shit. Yeah, for for sure. See, sold out. Man, that's for tight. sure. But like because it's so because it's so massive, like they make like some of the tickets are cheap. You know, like mm. to to sit in the nosebleeds or whatever. But that shit is a hundred thousand people to fucking watch the Raiders play the Texans. Or they just had that's crazy. Yeah, like the NBA does a couple games uh, yeah, every shit. year. They're uh, making a G League team out there. That's now. what CJ was telling me, Damn. and I'm like, well, that's gonna be big. Yeah, and like my reaction is like Mexicans can't. I haven't. I have a lot of Mexican pride, but I see people at the park like shooting. I'm just like, bro, like none of these, <laughs> none of these, none of these fools have height, technique, <laughs> <laughs> no passing. Who's, no hard, who's a hard Mexican a, basketball player in the NBA? I don't know Mexican, but I know my, my dude Carlos Arroyo. He's Puerto Rican. Remember him? Uh, no, yeah. old boy from the uh, JJ, Mavs. JJ Barrera. Yeah. Oh, he's from Spain. He's, he's from Spain. Oh, is he from Spain? Oh, okay. JJ's from Spain. Okay. Okay. The, hey, Spanish, I, the Spanish can hoop. They can. I, I had a player. I don't know. Bogusol, I, had a player I had a player over the year at Notre okay. Dame. His name was Louis. He's from Mexico. 
Oh, and we okay. got him up for a year. And he went back to Mexico and now he's playing. Okay. For professionals. But, so. so the G, yeah. but they're going to bring, obviously, it's going to be a mix of dudes from the States. For sure. And like, just to give it a little. Yeah, a mix of balance. dudes from the States playing in the yeah, G. Yeah, but League. the fact that you can. Earl Watson. Hey, he is Mexican. He is Mexican. Never, Wait, he's a from, Mexican he's named from, Earl? He's from Kansas City. Is but, he the first Mexican named Earl? Yeah, wow. my. Him I mean, because he's him from, and the first black guy named he's Adam. He's from Kansas City. <laughs> the first black guy named Adam. Earl, Mexican Earl Black Adam. That's, yeah, that's rare, man. Yeah, that's funny. No, nah, but that's that's gonna be dope because you know it's gonna be a Mexican player in the league. Yeah, eventually, for sure. Oh man, Devel- so developmental so, league. So moving away from hoop. You know, man. I got you, more know, it, you know, football's been pretty lit. Lamar Jackson's breaking every record. Yeah. Dude, is shitting crazy. on everything. I it, seen that uh, the Chiefs beat the or the first team to beat the uh, Patriots in New England in like so many yeah, years. Shout that's out. fucking insane. The, yep. it, the end is near. Ain't nobody beat them? The end is near, bro. And that's England? okay. It Tom always Brady happens. six rings. It's it okay, al- man. It always happens. You know what it feels like? What? Black conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They're back. That's Black, conspiracies. Black conspiracies. Oh my god! It, it just kind of feels like Belichick is sabotaging Tom Brady a little bit. Like oh. the team is like, oh. so, it's someone, like because he said, said that. He but I, dip, I thought it was true talk. I, hate I thought it was trolls. I see somebody say that. Nah, say it's just Chuck. like the, he's the not Patriots. getting any players. He doesn't have any receivers. He doesn't have anything. I just no. think he wants him out. Of, like, bro, I'm tired of this. Like, I want a new quarterback. <laughs> yeah, just get the fuck out, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm tired. Like, come Go on. Home, are they not? Yeah. Are they not cool? Is that like a facade? No, they love each other. No, they're oh, okay. they're they're okay. I was say I, I've read oh, that no, they're the not that owner, close. I thought the, oh, the owner and Tom yeah, Brady Robert are close. Kraft and Brady are close. Yeah, that's they've had a long, a long relationship. Yep. Just like any long relationship, yeah, like, coach, no. player. He's probably right. sick of his shit. And then you know you probably you get attached winning wise. Like the only you might hear the you're only winning because of Tom Brady talk. Yeah. And you're like, bro, I could do this without him. He's yeah. in my system. Oh, yeah, his old ass. Okay, it kind of feels like, like it. They just it's just it's like train. there you go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I drop one like every three oh three episodes. YouTube uh, conspiracy. The Browns ain't doing shit. Odell Beckham ready to leave. I heard so uh, he ready to go. We we had big hopes for him and Juice Landry and. Yeah, just didn't do anything. Dysfunctional organization. The Rams lost to um, the Sea. No, not the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah, it was the Seahawks. It was like a defining game. Yeah. in the stadium, like yeah. in their in the home, and they lost it all. What did about you, the, what about did like the Cowboys lose? Cowboys ain't doing Cowboys nothing, but they're still trash, number one in their trash. division some way somehow. I seen them lose to the. Bears, maybe you think it was? And yeah, seen them. Thanksgiving Day. That was Who trash. Who they played last game? <laughs> they, they got their ass whooped. Oh, got their ass whooped. Thanksgiving. I don't know. I love they've, it. they've lost a At lot, the barbershop, they were talking about it. Like, if they don't win this shit, it's a wrap. Cowboy fans just got accepted. You know, they're kind of like it's, Raider fans. It's over. You know, it's over. They're holding on to the past. It's man. over. I mean, That's you got it. Dak. Yeah. And you got Zeke. So do you think that they need to pay Dak? Yes. Why? Because they got it. What is that? They got it. They got it. And someone other team is gonna. Yeah, who is that? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Okay, Mr. Jones. Okay, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. When you get that kind of money, you gotta call him Mr. Jones. Old racist (laughs) billionaire. I love. He's lit. I love old, old, I, rich, racist. That's I love my favorite. it. I love it. You gonna that's stand my, for my flag? That's, that's, yeah. You gonna stand? That's, what? My, that's yeah. my favorite mix of things. If you're gonna be like at that spectrum of evil, you better be old, you better be old white, <laughs> rich, racist. That's the stem. We're not yeah. gonna go to that. We're not gonna yeah. go to that. That's gonna get dark. I'll go dark. What I like about Jerry Jones is he said, "I ain't never caught a hand cramp signing a check." <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he's trying to play paydag, bro. Yeah. Do you think he should? He he doesn't he, he he doesn't have the eye test. 
Everything on paper checks. But with me, it's like, you got to have that eye test. If you're going to be playing for America's team. And they pay Zeke. They might as well pay that. Yeah, Zeke is the best running back in the league. Mm. And he has eye test. But Jerry, Jones, Jerry Jones was cashing out on Tony Romo all those years. They had that close relationship. <laughs> they had a very, that's like, because Romo was trash and Jerry Jones was for sure giving hey, him the Hey, Romo big. got so much money. Blew it and then went to CBS and is still getting paid. And now he's going to be one of the highest paid sports because I, I love listening to him. Yeah, I do too. Do the game. He's man. pretty good. He's yeah. actually pretty good on commentary. Better than he was playing. <sighs> Definitely. <laughs> but they paid him though. He was a choke Yeah, artist. but you know when you're when you're cool with the owner, bro, yeah. you're, you're good. You're not yeah. going nowhere. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, moving on with... Uh, Let's see. What else we want to talk about? Boxing? So we got Speak here. Kind yeah, of talk the, about the boxing yeah. lore. The Anthony boxing Joshua, guy. man. The heavyweight what? champion of the talk, world. Talk, what's going on in the boxing world right now? Yeah, a lot of fuckery in the heavyweight division, man. <laughs> you know, my 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 fat my fat helm, what's his name? Um, Andy Ruiz. Yeah. Andy, he, yeah, he did. He, he came out the cut. He slept Anthony Joshua. Yep. They just had the rematch last weekend in fucking <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Anthony Joshua boxed the shit out of him. Wow. He, he looked like Lennox Lewis. He's tall, long, <laughs> jabbed the shit out of him. Stayed out of stayed out of his fucking his dangerous, you know, uh, zone or whatever. Yeah. He like kept him at a distance. He knew like he couldn't beat him like in a toe to toe phase. Yeah. So he's like, oh, like. I'm taller than you. You're short, fat. You came in 15 pounds. This fool, Andy Ruiz came in. He won the heavyweight title, won all the goddamn belts, mm-hmm. got the bag. You're headlining. It went to raise a games. championship fight. <laughs> yeah. He went to the taco truck. This fool came in. Bro, he's like, He's like barely six one. He came in like almost three hundred pounds. He put, he put in on boxing. He put in fifteen. He put on fifteen pounds. He came in at like at like two seventy. That's going to be like crazy. a certain weight to actually like. Uh, actually, heavyweight is like a whole yeah. Big heavyweight once, once you hit like one like once you hit two hundred, you could go all the way up. Yeah, but as long came, as you can box, bro. But he, <laughs> he came in at almost three hundred pounds. It got like punched on, man. Like you won the Damn. title. He won the title. It was crazy because like you'd go on his Instagram after he won the title. He's on all the talk shows. Oh man, like, because you know, this short, fat Mexican guy, all of a sudden you're the heavyweight champion. Yeah. He was on all the talk shows. He was showing ne- out everything. His next, that's, that's dope, his next Instagram post, look at him out of Rolls Royce. So you could see like day to day how he was living. Yeah. Bro, he got lost in the sauce. He was Rocky too, bro. He, yeah, oh, Rocky, Rocky three. I yeah. mean, with Clever Lane. Yeah, he, when went, he, got yep. he went all the way to. Yep, <laughs> went, that's exactly who he is. Went to Saudi Arabia, got his ass beat by the same so, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, he 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 beat the he beat uh, Anthony Joshua the first fight, and yeah, Anthony Joshua came back and he came back, took it seriously. Like, okay, so I have a question from a technical box watcher. Wilder sucks. Boxing watcher. <laughs> is that what Damn, you're asking? Yeah, so, out the gate. So, I knew you were gonna ask me. Is, Wilder is, sucks. So from, from a boxing standpoint, how good is he? Because I don't know. Okay, look, is, like the metrics are crazy, right? Especially because we we live like in a very you know visual society. Right. right? Yeah. We live in a very like every like everything is memes. Right. Everything I mean, like we live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a jackass. We live it. Uh, everything is so visual, right? right? So when you're when you got enough like firepower, like he does, like he could touch you and put and either knock. He could be losing every moment of of six rounds, eight rounds, nine rounds. Touch you once, knock you out cold. Right. That's he, what it seems like. So that you. doesn't make you good. He could touch you and like put you down. Right. No, but but. Well, people will argue that. People are like, what do you mean he's not good? He's yeah. got this. He's got this crazy power. He's never lost a fight. He's knocked out. Never Lit- lost. He's he's literally knocked out everyone but uh, Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. So Who came back like Undertaker. Yeah, but like, <laughs> even, but like, but like even look, but even looking at that fight, like people only 
like the people's his fans argument is like, well, yeah, like he knocked down Tyson Fury twice. It's like, okay, like he, he got knocked down twice, but watch the rest of the fight. Tyson Fury like made him look like he did a schoolyard, like a scrub. So you, yeah. like, You're taking was, Tyson Fury over Deontay Wilder. He, he's already proved he could outbox him. And while, <laughs> but Wilder proved he could touch you once and go to sleep. Yep. So does having so the ability to, strong. yeah. So does yeah. having, and even his last fight, he was getting, he was getting outboxed That's for six rounds. That's what they were he saying. Didn't, he didn't do shit for six rounds. I'm follow you, follow you, throw this crazy bomb and the fight's over. Right. So does having one, is, having one punch knockout power and the ability to knock someone out in one punch is is that being good is that being like yeah. skillful like by by by, like, by, by the paper like, only by yeah, only on paper only on paper yeah. because it because it because it, it can get you out of any situation i'm losing every round yep. I'm being, i think i'm, I'm thinking being, about it like i'm a, being embarrassed but yeah. i can i can hit you yep. and the fight's over that's boxing boxing and like mma are like the only sports where you you know in basketball you can't be down with a minute left in the game you can't be down twenty five points and shoot make, a full make, court shot shoot a full court shot and, uh, you won the game yeah. <laughs> that doesn't exist in any other sport but yeah. that doesn't exist in any other sport but like boxing or yeah. like or like MMA yeah so it's like is he good I was like mm, his 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 stats say he's very good right and technically I think he's not. very good at no. knocking people out no it's like I respect that you're like six seven that was a very well put because I was like I that makes asked. sense because no, I was wondering too because I, I I'm not I really into boxing it. but I am yeah. and but I he, watch it can, they're entertaining he could knock someone out and people pay to see knockouts and that's the thing people remember that's okay. people don't talk about man well like the casual fan they're not gonna say like oh well he lost he was losing 11 rounds against Tyson Fury and put him down in the 12th right and almost, it looked like he killed him right people are just gonna remember that people are gonna remember that the, was, the was, knockdown was Mike Tyson a technical fighter yeah Mike Tyson was super technical like, he, stuff. yeah he post, he punched in combos he like mm-hmm. he came in with head movement he set he did he set stuff up with the jab is, right. is he the greatest he, heavyweight nah like Muhammad Muhammad Ali is the greatest heavyweight just like on resumes yeah like being undefeated doesn't make like contrary to like what like I was gonna say, Mayweather, May, I was gonna say does that make Mayweather no the contrary great? to what like a Mayweather like cause there's been other undefeated fighters throughout the course of boxing mm. really yeah there's like a lot like like even in modern times like the super middleweight like Joe Calzage like went undefeated he went like 38-0 or some shit damn and he was the champion of the super middleweight division Didn't for Rocky fucking Marciano 10 years Marciano go yeah, undefeated yeah. like Ro- twice like no he went undefeated and they lost one and they went like, undefeated but all those metrics are super weird and it's it's like weird comparing, right? Because yeah. Julio Cesar Chavez didn't lose his first fight. He didn't lose his, like he lost like his like 89th fight. Like he went like <laughs> 89th and oh, he went like 88 and 0 and then lost and lost that's his 89th annoying. fight. So it's like, yeah, that's so annoying. That so, but, so like, but you know what I mean? Like if Roy Jones would have would have stopped after he beat like John yep. Ruiz and never got knocked out, he would be like, man, well, Roy Jones is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, like, so sometimes I think numbers, numbers can be deceiving. Very. Like, Good Lord. Who's like, one of your top then? Who's your top? Like modern times? Like, I, I, like Floyd is, he's, all time, he's all time great defensively. He's I like how you said that. All great time defensively. He is the yeah. best ever. And when, and when, yeah, he's the best defensive fighter I've ever seen. And when yeah. he was like, when he was in the super featherweight and lightweight, he was super off. Like he had some of the best offense. Mm-hmm. Like he was throwing crazy punches. But then when he moved to middleweight, I think I think when he moved when he moved up, he became more safety first. Yeah, because yeah. maybe his hands weren't like you know they say for different reasons. Like maybe he didn't have like 
the firepower he did when he was a lightweight. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, but but I could hit you with a strong right every time you miss. Yeah, because that's like as as he as he like moved up, he became like a like a two punch guy. Like mm-hmm. he or he would like he, he fights like yeah he, fights. he would <laughs> uh, he would fight off his shoulder and exactly. hit you and like counter with like a, a straight right or like to set it up like or he would hit you with like a jab to the body mm-hmm. or like. Like a jumping hook, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean. It's not. It's not I hate like, like Pacquiao. Does it's not like Pacquiao, but mm-hmm. it's not like. But compared, like the way Pacquiao fought when Pacquiao was coming up, Pacquiao was just like two fisted, two fisted assault. Like you're being yeah. like, yeah, like, From like you're, every angle, every angle. He's so, he's so unorthodox. With but it. yeah, like I think yeah. like Mayweather, like Pacquiao, he like somebody uh-huh. that owes all, him money are for sure all time greats. <laughs> Right. Even like even Pacquiao like thirty seven just like beat who's the, that dude beat the that y'all showed me you and you and Cassius showed me and you were like this is one of the best comebacks of all time and it was like some dude that was losing and he kept coming back it was a Mexican dude he kept losing that was like Diego Corrales yes, yes. and he came back that Rest was one of the dopest fights yeah. I've ever seen that was Diego Corrales yeah, she yeah. said and Floyd Floyd kicked his ass too <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah Floyd he did. like knocked him down eight times like, he did yeah. made him look foolish yeah and it was at the time when like Diego, funny they were both at like they were both uh, junior junior lightweights, mm-hmm. and like Diego was undefeated, knocking everyone out. Mayweather was like the flashy guy. Yep. He just he dogged Diego. You like, know who my favorite is? Oh yeah, I was gonna say who's your favorite? I like Bernard Hopkins of all time. <laughs> hey, he's, that's the guy. Who I got love knocked out. Like he's old as hell. He I got love. knocked out of the ring. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're laughing. Me that. You're laughing. What? Don't you, you didn't see him <laughs> knocked get, out of no. the ring. Oh. That was one of the funniest like, things it, ever. That's he was not like 40, funny. He was it like was funny. That's, right? that's how you. But yeah. that's. But that's. How, no, he was fifty one. Yeah, no. he was fifty. Why was he fighting at fifty? Because he's crazy. Because he, he could. Because he could. <laughs> he shouldn't fight anybody at fifty years old. Bernard, Bernard Hopkins, longest reigning middleweight champion of all time. He won fucking won the undisputed title at the age of thirty six, which is like yeah. most people are like winding down their careers. Yep. W- went up to the fucking. Light heavyweights in his forties won the title three times. <laughs> like, See, when I hear he, stories like this, he won a, a title at fifty. Hopkins won a title at, at fifty. He did a crazy. light heavyweight title. But you know what happened after that? What? <laughs> he got knocked through the ring. Yeah. And then in his post, that's, that's how you get his post fight interview. He said, "I don't even know why they stopped it, man." <laughs> <laughs> that's they hate on me. That's, <laughs> the system ain't know me. They don't want. I was like, bro, the like fucking system. No, that's the. I mean, you know, See, that's how you get rid of the cranky old man, though, because like, yeah. I think like the establishment of boxing yeah. was always trying to like get him out because <laughs> like he's just mean, cranky, fights dirty, yep. just stubborn, old. Yep. And that's then exactly like how he fights. I mean, old cranky. Yeah. That's how he fights, bro. Rough yeah. you up, grab yeah. on you. <laughs> they were always trying to replace him, like whether it was with like Antonio Tarver or Jermaine Taylor. I mean, this, 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 the, yeah, the establishment always had. He looked like Kevin Garnett. Yes, <laughs> he does. yes he did. the establishment always had like him. a new guy they were trying to like, yeah, like get Hopkins out the paint with. And then finally, it's just like, bro, you just you're old. You got knocked out the ring. Just call it, bro. Just leave, <laughs> bro. Just leave. Like, knockout and Zab Judah by far the funniest. See, I hear stories like this, and I'm like thinking, like, how can Mayweather say he's the Costa greatest? Zoo. Costa Zoo, yeah. Costa Zoo. Yeah, I mean, like, Mayweather. I mean, like, he's Mayweather saying he's the lost. greatest, but you just told me about someone. He said eighty. How many losses did he? Chavez went like eighty-eight. No, he fought over a hundred times, right? <laughs> yeah, he's fighting he's, he's over a hundred. Like, like, hundred fifteen and five. So you mean Mayweather coming out of retirement isn't like crazy? No, because he he didn't take a lot of he didn't take a lot of damage in yeah. his career, and even his fighting style 
Like it's on some Bernard Hopkins shit. Like he he's can so, fight till he's fifty. Yeah, he can fight till he's fifty because he didn't take damage and he knows every fucking defensive trick in the book. <laughs> Hopkins knew every like Hopkins knew not, how not to get hit. Yeah, are you cashing way. out for the next Mayweather fight? No, like for, <laughs> no. no, me neither. A no. Mayweather, a Mayweather's a scam, bro. Mayweather, it's a boring fight. Well, Mayweather's <laughs> like at this at this juncture, even like like the fight with like Pacquiao that happened a couple years ago. Like that fight was like six years too late. Way was over. Or even the fight with McGregor. Ever, like the fact that anyone ever thought like Conor McGregor is like, man, I don't hey, know. He, he held his own though. He May, held his own. Nah, May, rewatch it. Mayweather carried him, bro. Mayweather allowed him to hang in there. <laughs> hey, bro, he would have he beat him up in two or three rounds. Yeah, Max. Mayweather allowed him. I, I, I'll tell you what I think happened. I think, I think Mayweather and people you, in his camp man. put a bet. On Floyd, because they gamble, bro. Yeah, yeah so, so, so this is what I think happened. I think, because I, I think, I think Mayweather, Mayweather <laughs> carried McGregor. Uh huh. So, because Mayweather's an avid gambler. I think people. Oh, in, it, nah, no, wait. This is black conspiracy. No, <laughs> no, but no, but I see this happening. No, fighters put bets on themselves all the time. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like people in his camp or him, they put a wager. They're like, all right, let's make it to the ninth round or 10th round or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Get to the 10th round, cover the spread, knock his ass out. Yep. Make he, sure you knock him out in this yeah, round. Knock, knock, yeah, I think he definitely did that. Yeah. And a lot to cover the spread. And I think a lot of people made money. You know what's yeah. funny? I was listening. Mag- McGregor cannot box. Nah. nah <laughs> I was bro. listening to Mike Tyson's podcast and he was yeah, talking and he, and he was interviewing a mafia guy, like an old mafia yeah. boss or something. And he was just talking about how like different athletes owed him money. Or like owed the mafia money because they would like gamble in casinos and then get in like two hundred G's and like debt and then they'll go to another casino uh-huh. and do it so then them mob bosses will get together and be yeah. like all right hey, was he so here last week come yeah. talk to me that's what you're gonna do they be like all right they'll try to pay him back they're like look I know you can't pay me so this is what we're gonna do yeah you're gonna match fixing. in the fourth quarter you're gonna do this and you're gonna throw it to this receiver wow. and that's it just throw and, then, and then your debt will be clear. Yeah, I mean, you so know, for one I'll do move, that. I ain't gonna lie, I do that. If you owe the mine four hundred thousand dollars or whatever, and this is an eighty, because they put probably crazy I'll parlay I'll bets. Because yes. right those aren't my foot. Those aren't typical bets. You can't go like you know what I mean. Those are like crazy parlays. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it's not like all right, the Lakers are gonna win by you know they're gonna cover the spread by you know they're gonna win by five. Right. Yeah. That, those are bets you could play. So those crazy parlays are you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you bet like on boxing and stuff like yeah. that too, it's like all right, this guy's gonna. I think he's gonna get knocked out in the eleventh. Not not just the bet. Okay, you're gonna win, but you're gonna win in the eleventh with a knockout. Right. Crazy. Not a ref stoppage, a knockout. Yeah. yeah. That's deep. That's the only way you win on a boxing bet. Like though, big, everything big else way. is like is just like minus eight hundred. Oh, yeah. That's like a win. When he was like, don't let don't let. Um, yep. When he was like, don't let don't let confidence get into your head. I or love like I that. love yeah. match fixing. I like. This. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love I love the original shit. Shave the points off the. <laughs> Would you do that? Cover the spread. <laughs> if you're an athlete and you're in debt. Would you, would you throw with a game? them with the mob? Yeah. Oh, don't ask me. Of course I would. <laughs> you know what I'm doing. I would never be in debt with the mob. Though. Me either. Bro. I, but I, yeah, I, if I was, I, prob- of I course. probably would yeah, be in I, debt I, with yeah. the mob. So I, I would have to. <laughs> I would have, you'll be in debt with the mob. <laughs> yeah, and there, to cover like my gambling losses or something. I could see that happening. And when you're like an athlete and you gamble like Jordan and those fools and Barkley, and once once you like run out of cash or whatever yeah. that you're playing, like. Bro, because you're famous and they know you're making X amount of dollars, 
Uh, like any regular person has to do credit check, give me your ID, yeah. put put up some property. They're like, oh no, Mister Barkley, Mister Jordan, here's do your here's, thing. Here's another two hundred thousand. We'll just add it to your tab. Right. Yep. <laughs> what what? It, does it have like what about? Is it a big game though? Like a playoff game or just a regular? Any who cares? You got yeah. You got to no, wait to the Super Bowl. Care. See, that's crazy. I, I love that. That's don't crazy. wait to the game that counts on your life. You're missing yeah. the field goal. Lo, the yeah. kicker. See, that's crazy. The Lebia kicker the, probably gets the, his deck clean yeah, every the, time. The bigger, the bigger, the bigger the game uh, the bigger the game the I higher the reason yep in gambling exactly. i can't throw exactly. the, i can't throw game five away <laughs> all right man so right, my <laughs> favorite hold on your my favorite, favorite. Go ahead. oh yeah my bad so sorry Reem. your favorite boxer and i, and I know speaker's speak probably gonna like this pick too who yeah. is it prince nasim Hamed. <laughs> oh, that's a swag that dude that always came He's out doing dancing. And shit. Yep. Was he really tight boxing though? Yeah, for like his run, he yeah. was great. He's, he, He's in the Hall of Fame. And He's he put on originally was the one that put on for the smaller fighter. Like What's his name? One more time. Prince Nassim Hamed. Prince Nassim. Yeah, Hamed. he was. Uh, I, I would randomly see him late night, like on HBO. Yeah, yeah. I was like come seven, out. eight. Nine. Yeah, he was the first. Just, yeah, grooving. <laughs> Yo, he was the first. Like, <laughs> like now it's easy to put it like in perspective. Like, okay, like Mayweather. Like Mayweather promotions, Mayweather's getting all a cut of the pay per views, the stadium, the tickets, the hot dogs. Shout out Jay Prince. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Get, they, get, they get, you know, they he gets <laughs> yeah. Mayweather gets a cut of like everything, but like I think like Nassim Hamed was like the first Brand. smaller weight guy. Yeah. Because he was like, dude, he was a featherweight. He was 124 pounds. Right. He was a featherweight. Selling out selling out Wembley Stadium, coming in on magic carpets, yeah, knocking bro. dudes out. <laughs> he really did. Hanging so out with hanging out with Michael Jackson. And yeah. one of his fights, like he just he came out like dancing behind like this, like this screen. He made the other guy wait in the ring 10 minutes. There's <laughs> fire, explosions. They're playing <laughs> Wu Tang gravel pit. He's like, he's like shaking down the ring. Yo, he was hanging out with like Wu-Tang and Michael Jackson. Right. That's was, so tight. But the most lit. He was the first like multi-million dollar like featherweight. No he had shit. like an Adidas endorsement, billboards, commercials. I would see dude like, who is this guy? Like, yeah. He's so lit. Oh he he got so much money in the UK and then he came to the States. Mm. And But like his States in the, his like running the States was like from like 97 to like 2001. Right. And then like he's rich. Like look up his net worth, bro. Like he, like Nassim Ahmed is super rich though. But he was... He was the, the first of his kind, really. Too much swag. That's the first dude I seen when I was young. And I love I shout like, out Allah before every fight. He did. I'm do Allah. <laughs> Allah Akbar. And like, That's too deep. But yeah, he, he was... Think about that. To he be, got his net worth? 33? $33 million? Yeah. For a featherweight? Yeah, yeah. in the nineties. In the nineties. In the nineties. Yeah. Oh, that's today. He that's still the, has thirty three million. That's, like that's right now. Day. Yeah, yeah. And he probably he probably burned through like a hundred mil. Yep. <laughs> he got, cool, he got, honey. He got thirty left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's lit. Well, moving right along to the, the last part of the show, that's the conclusion. <sighs> one of my favorite parts. I look forward to do this part with Speed because this is going to get very it? funny. Every part is. Best and worst with Dream Hefner. Best and worst. I like. I, I've heard this. I've heard this little. Uh, this little, little gig you got going on. This little gimmick you got on your show. <laughs> this is perfect for someone. Would that, you play? Would you yeah. rather? I already told you in the car. What? Whatever the whatever it is, you're at the top of the worst list <laughs> ever. Speed. Worst hat, you. Second. <laughs> <laughs> worst, I got. I got worst. a worse hat than Kel. Kel's hat is so small and little. It's small and little. Fuck them goggles. <laughs> he got goggles on. Yeah, <laughs> okay. got me. Best and so, worst with Dream Hefner. What is the list? What is the list? What is the thing? I'm ready. What is the list? 
<laughs> best and worst. Okay. Christmas movie. <sighs> okay. I got Don't, my best. Worst. I got my best. I got to think of the worst. Uh, worst Christmas movie? Yeah. No, it's some bad ones out there. It's a lot of bad ones. <laughs> There's a lot of bad ones. <sighs> Who goes first? You can go first if you Who want. Go first. The the best Christmas movie is is a tie between either it's a three you have to tie. pick one it's a three okay really yes. yeah it's, it's, it's Range Rules is, 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 <laughs> one one is, it's a five way tie hold is, on five way tie is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie <laughs> very die good hard question one? it takes place during Christmas yeah, yeah I guess it's, it's a Christmas it's, movie it's a then. part of the plot point it definitely yep. does is like <laughs> yes it okay is. then the best Christmas movie of all time is Die Hard the, the worst <laughs> the, that's that's easy the second the, the, the worst Christmas movie of all time like Tyler Perry Christmas <laughs> Medea Christmas. Thank you. Yeah, Christmas. I got my answer. Yeah, that's 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 easy. But but I'm gonna say honorable mentions. uh, Jingle all the way. Hold on, hold on. We do honorable mentions at the end. Okay, okay, okay. We do honorable mentions. Uh, I'm gonna do mine. Medea Christmas. Worst. (laughs) Yeah, my worst. Thank you. How did he make a billion dollars? How does he have a like a movie studio? Right. Because black people support him. Yeah, black my mom, support my, my, my black mom watches my mom watches his movies, and I think it's like really weird. Really, like, <laughs> little Mexican lady watching <laughs> Medea. They're like <laughs> Lifetime movies. Yeah. I love Medea. Medea. Yeah. Medea. Medea. That's a Mexican Medea. That's a Mexican Medea. 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 All right, best Christmas movie. Just because I'm a real, I'm, my birthday's on Christmas. That's so I asked you I, I'm this. the ambassador of this shit. And this will drop sometime before Christmas. And I'm going to have to say, all around Christmas movie is a Christmas story. Ralphie. Oh you put your hand with that thing. Best Christmas movie. <laughs> You're fucking 70 years old for that movie. <laughs> it's the best all around Christmas movie. Him getting his revenge on the bullies. And it's a two way tie. Yeah. He, he fades the bully he shit. He fades the yeah, bully. Right. And his dumbass. <laughs> his dumbass dumb jumpsuit <laughs> pushes ass over like hey, help I can't get out that's so sad he gets his tongue stuck on a pole it's a lot of great life lessons in that movie yeah. and it all comes together with them eating duck in a in a restaurant yeah. beautiful <laughs> great film you like great that? film it made, and, it made you feel good yeah it did second okay. uh, but a horrible movie my most hated Christmas movie is gonna have to be Santa Claus 2 Tim Allen, the sequel to uh, Santa Claus One, and they try to redo the story with like a grown up kid, and I no one cares that. about a twelve year old riding big front seat yeah. of Santa's sleigh. I don't give a fuck about I a teeny. Hate, I hate the, the plot of the Santa Claus movie. The first one is fire, but I just yeah. hate that if if Santa Claus dies and you read this card, you're Santa Claus. Yeah. That's, not what I'm That's not. It's not okay. So if Spider Man gets killed and I happen to come across his body, I'm Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. Yep. According to that, that's According not. That. I hate that logic. That's not oh real. God. That's right. the worst. Go ahead, Kel. Uh, my favorite. I put this on a uh, Twitter and people responded. A lot of people responded. I didn't even think it was that big of a deal. Home Alone one. Okay. I like it more wow. than Home Alone 2. I was going to say over Home Alone 2. You like it over Home Alone 2? I do. And that's what the Whoa. big the roar was on Twitter. Like Everybody was cutting You like Home Alone 3. Hey, bro. I love Home Alone 3. I hate Home Alone 3. Fuck Home Alone 3. It's a Home Alone 3. Oh, only, yeah. Hey, it's a different kid. I see. He yeah. only likes that Boo. because Scarlett Johansson is in it. That's Boo. not true. Yes, it is. Home Alone 3. I hate them chasing after a fucking race car. I trying hate to get that a chip. whole stupid plot. I'm that's a good plot, bro. Special chip that's in this car. Nah, but you know what, though? Number one, I know it's a little slower than two, but I think it's, I think the- uh, Home Alone 1. 
What? Home Alone, home alone 1. one. <laughs> yeah, Home Alone 1. <laughs> home Alone 1. Home Alone 1. Why did he yell that out like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kale just said that. We know, bro. This, you just hey, scared, fuck you, okay? I'm going to be like, what? Alhamdulillah. That's what you said. That's Home Alone 1. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, we get it, Dixie. You know, number one is a little bit more slower, but I think the 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 tricks he does, or what do you call them? The traps. The traps he pulls at the end are funnier than the than the second. I feel you. They're just a little funnier than Joe Pesci's the real MVP of both those films. I love. It's just a little bit funnier in the first one, bro. When the spiders on him and he hits him with a crowbar, like it's just so many. That's attempted murder, literally, bro. Hey, so, hold on. But the second one, it's tight. The I second get it. one, they had a, a burning rope. Yeah. They were fucking. My nigga was electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. Like, that scene is hilarious. for sure. I'm not saying it's it's like it's. I love both of them, but if I had to pick, I'm picking number one. I think. I, saw, just I saw this. I saw this tweet. Like someone said, like. Man, that Home Alone is bullshit. That would that movie would not work these days. Like, like everyone has cell phone, FaceTime. How the fuck are you gonna know your kid's not with you? <laughs> it would never true. work. Yeah, true. That's true. the that's the only thing about the movie that makes no sense. Can I ask? Can like, I how do you know it? Not know because your it was with you. chaotic, bro. Yeah. You see that? Like that, that, that bro, makes sense. What do you mean? You're taking you're taking your youngest like, you son everyone is not in, with you. Like you take your, everyone in your ten people that live in the house. You take everyone in your fucking family to Paris, friends. Yeah, and everyone's late. You're not even rushing. in the car with them. And also that was the thing too because he was impossible. Because it's it was, rich, it's rich white people yeah, possible, it's, it's, but okay. impossible. Okay. Well, also black people ain't for getting shit as expensive yeah. as the tickets to Paris was. No, no. your ass is getting on the your plane. Ass is getting yeah. on that for fucking sure. plane. Heard for sure. I will beat your ass. <laughs> I literally, I literally was just walking, this, watching the second one. Yeah. And how he got lost? That could yeah. happen. But like, yo, the, the the crazy thing is like. um but I think I was also part of like the plot, right? Like, okay, it's a stretch, it's a reach, whatever. Right. But like, the thing was like, his family was like ignoring him. Like, yes. Because he was little yeah. and they were telling yeah. him, yeah. they were hating on him. Like, oh, no you're, sad, you're not in. That's like the moral of the story. Kevin, they're you're like, a pest. You're a pest. Hey, what did they you're, say? Bro, in, you're in you're the such a disease. disease. You're such a disease. Like, I would be hot. I like, was so mad. If I was like, a little kid. Buzz. I fuck Buzz. Man. I hate Buzz. Fuck Buzz. Buzz, Buzz is all right. Buzz grew up to be a Trump supporter. Hey, you're that fucking garbage guy. Buzz is a waste. Oh, Buzz is grew up oh, to be a waste. With the shovel? The shovel. The garbage guy with the shovel. That oh, no. music they used to come on. Rain has those boots. Yes, he does. Pretty cool. Yes, he does. Is it the same as the garbage man? Yeah. That's fucked up. Every time that he goes cool. that, yes. <laughs> that, that music will come on. He really said. He, he say, hey, who's the worst villain? The bird lady or the garage guy? No, the bird. The bird. The bird lady is <laughs> a good Kevin. guy. Though. Yeah, she's not a villain. She's a hero. In my eyes, she was a villain. The first part of the movie, I was scared as fuck of her. I was definitely scared though. You're only no. saying that because she's homeless. <laughs> that bitch is dirty, homeless. She would come up with them birds. She's co- covered in bird shit. She's yeah. evil. Kevin, run, run, Kevin. Yeah. He gave her the turtle dove, bro. The plus, turtle doves. You know, plus, I grew up. Only child, so I was like, if anybody, if I'm home alone, I'm fucking up anybody. Yeah, low key. My house. I used so, to you know, I used do little drills, me. and my parents used to leave. I did hey. a drill a couple times to like make sure. How's this? Remember that part? He was like, get off the phone and make me. Why don't you? Yeah, I said yeah. that to my mom once. Got she was on the up. phone. <laughs> Bruh. She I must have slapped the hell out of Took the strap off of her purse and whooped <laughs> my ass. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah, he inspired me. Yeah, man. Uh, my worst Shut is uh, I just thought of it because it was gonna be Medea Christmas. The worst fucking Christmas Eve, whatever the movie's called. A very Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I, I hate it. I went on a I went on a date to see this movie and I hated it. What? Elf. 
I hate that movie. Will Ferrell. That's controversial because people love Elf. People love that movie. I hate he drank syrup. I was sitting there watching this like, this movie sucks. There's nothing about it I, I don't, like. It wasn't funny. I don't, rem- I don't. I don't remember watching about. Do you I remember, remember Elf? Week? Yeah, I remember. What's Elf? going? What went on with Elf? He, I don't remember. Elf. He was a normal human-sized baby that got left in the fucking never seen North it. Pole or some <laughs> shit, and he grew up. He's a, so he grew. He's living like the Elf life, but he's a human baby, and he so oh. Will Ferrell's bigger than everyone. He's yeah. clumsy. Got he's breaking you. all the. He's not okay. good at making toys, so he comes to like he comes. To like America to like find his family. It was weak. Oh my god, we're gonna meet Santa. Like, Came out in 2003. It was weak. I remember he drank syrup and I was off of it. <laughs> Bro, oh, it was weird. I don't remember. I don't think I've ever it's seen a, it. Uh, you might have to revisit it tonight. I don't. But it's gonna, <laughs> gonna, that's gonna be contra- that's gonna be controversial because I know a lot of people who really like that. Same. Film. I'm indifferent. Hashtag it. like, yeah. fuck it's Coach not great. You it's don't not like bad. Like but it's like I can see. I can see how you don't like it, but. Like amongst our generation, a lot of people, because that was in the Will Ferrell yeah, way, well, but a lot of people like that shit. Sorry, Will. <sighs> Reem, your best and worst. Be- I'm so glad we have different bests. This is a this uh, is a rare. Uh, yeah, like usually we all have all the same. No, we don't have all the same, but at least like two of us. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good rock. Okay. Okay. Let's agree to disagree. Okay, hate that koofy. Let's agree to agree. Me off the every best time. is like, it's kind of how I picked, um, I Know What You Did Last Summer is my favorite scary movie. Okay. I feel like Jingle Speed All the Way is the best. I, I love that movie. That's everyone's ordinary second. Yeah, yeah it is. That. Great film. So, for sure. I can watch it over and over. We talk, we, <laughs> Thank you for doing that. I was going to ask you to say that. <laughs> Whose fucking bright idea was it to be like, yo, I got this idea. Who pitched that right. film? Man, Sinbad. You know Sinbad, Different World? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator? <laughs> It's Christmas, Christmas movie. <laughs> they gonna be fighting over a dog. Well, Phil Hartman as the comedic Man. relief in the rest whole in, movie. Yep. Rest in peace, R. Big R. Phil. Phil Hartman. His wife clapped him. Hey, really? That's, that's yeah. how he died. Yeah, yeah his at wife shot him his, at the height of he his did. fame. Oh. Wife he was him. in films. He had all those voices on The Simpsons, SNL. His Damn. his wife yep. shot him, him, and then she committed suicide. Dark. It's a dark Christmas. Dark. That's a very dark Christmas. But jingle all the way. The premise is insane. It is, but it's very realistic. Yeah, hey, it's yeah. very realistic, well, especially for how we grew that, up. We've seen that shit. People fighting over Game Boys, yep. yeah. and Power Rangers, uh, Power Rangers, Furbies, Elmos, Tickle Me Elmos. Tickle Me Elmos. My mom tells over. me about people her Tickle bodies. Me Elmos story about buying that for my niece. She, she says she it was crazy. One, she she got said, one. "Yeah, my, my mom, come on, RN. She she yeah. figured it out." <laughs> my mom, she literally said it was deep. Perfect time. She said it was hardcore to like get toys. Like she said that was, and she said the Cabbage Patch, the Cabbage Patch, Cabbage Patch dolls when they first came out, it was crazy like that. She said it was deep, so I, I can understand Jing all the way for sure. You see it yeah. happen every Black Friday, people getting trampled. For, it's a sick yeah. world. Sick world. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's, you the, what's Barnaby Jones? You know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be trolling for uh, your this worst, worst Christmas yeah. movie. Man, Don't Miracle tr- on 34th Street, man. <laughs> it's boring. It's so boring. It's boring, overrated, white. I agree. It's very, yeah. I can't tell you. I watched it like in fourth I grade. He is Santa Claus. Like, I, that's all I remember. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like the most popular Christmas movie, and I don't it get is. it. That movie it's one of stinks. I don't. Thank you. I'm so glad everyone knows that. Remember 34th Street's white. I thought y'all was going to be trolling me. Boring, boring, slow. Slow white. How y'all feel about It's a Wonderful Life? 
Uh, it's, it's cool. That's one of my it's, favorites. It's a classic. It's yeah. a classic it's a Christmas classic. movie. I have one more. Uh, Go ahead. What? Do, how do you guys feel about The Grinch? But the the one Jim Carrey did in like the real. I, I like that. One. I like that. One too. I, like I did that too. One. But some yeah. people don't like it. And I like a Muppet Muppet some Christmas. People, Carol. Muppet Christmas yeah. is rare. Wow. Love that. Love that one. Forgot that about that. One, that but that's a rare but one. But that's a it, that's like an interpretation of It's a Wonderful Life, like the Ghost of Christmas Past. Yep. Yeah. That's like a classic like formula now. Yeah. A lot of people have done versions of. Nah, that shit. They say it's too slow. Nah. I liked it. I liked the Grinch. Oh man! Well, that was a uh, good one. We just gonna go again over here. I had to play this song on the way out, man. But yeah, speak. I appreciate you uh, coming you on the show, though, me. bro. It was, it was great. Everyone was fantastic. The the crew, you guys, everyone but Kareem, who did added nothing. <laughs> who added nothing to the conversation. Brought no value to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know so I know someone at Apple. We're gonna run the analytics on the podcast because I'm pretty sure there's a drop off in viewership every time you talk. <laughs> you we're gonna run the analytics. Analytics, huh? the algorithm. We're gonna numbers <laughs> it. We're gonna ask we're gonna Google it. We're gonna ask Jeeves. <laughs> Speak. Well, hey. we got anything new in the future coming up from you, man, or What's up? What's yeah, talking I, want, I, want, I told Reem, I was like, I'm gonna, I have like a whole new album. I was like, I'm gonna drop a new album, and Reem's like, Don't do it unless you got videos. He's right, but yep. yeah, a lot, of, a lot of new music. <laughs> Don't you dare! A lot of new music. Uh, did a little for the last album, one album deal. We might renegotiate and do another one. Oh shit! They've, yes. been, they've been really good to me. So that's tight, man. Well, so where like, can people yeah. get your stuff, man? Shout out all your man. website, Instagram, all that, man. Stuff. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, speak with a Z at the end. Speaks, man. You can find all the music on Apple Music, Spotify, all streaming platforms under Speak. I should be like top of the top of the pops on that shit. I think I'm the first thing that pops up, you know, right underneath me. Speaker knockers. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, RP. RIP. Nav stole his whole style. <laughs> It'd be a, lot like people, a lot of people stole his style. Yeah, like, hell that's, yeah. That's, but that's another podcast for another well, we'll day. We'll go all down. One that <laughs> Any last words, Hey, I'm still mad about the fucking you saying uh, I'm your father. The go dog go Mortimer Frog. <laughs> well, that was very funny. Well, <laughs> that's how that's how that's how fast speaks mind uh, thinks though. That's why he's such a good freestyler. He's a good. Uh, Bagger and mocker as well. Yes. I told you how many grains of sand. Oh, I hated that quote. Man. What was that quote? How many <laughs> grains of sand are on on? If you add up all every grain of sand, I on, add, I asked him how much memory was in his brain, and he replied, "How many grains of sand are there on the beach?" Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. That's so Un- unlimited, infinite, unlimited, infinite. I'm, I'm Thanos. I'm yeah. Thanos for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Any last words? I mean, Kel. Hey man, I'm looking up this Phil Hartman situation. I, I, like y'all <laughs> fucked me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never watch. We, I'll never watch House Guests ru- or, or Jingle All the Way the same. Again. We ruined yeah. Christmas for you. I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah, we did. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. That's just wild. Sinbad's also side note. Sinbad's also in a great Disney original movie called yes. First Kid. Yes. First Kid is amazing. The best. Yes, amazing is. film, and it's on Disney Plus. Shout out Disney Plus. Shout out. I'm trying to get that. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool? not. I'm not paying no money for that, man. Oh, but yeah, you know, I, I found out Remain even a real Disney like. Yeah. Not like he that. doesn't like Disney not like, like that. that. Yeah, he was a Nickelodeon fan. baby. He, I like. He I like Disneyland. He, he was That's in the. My, That's what it is. Reem was in the My Little Pony and Sailor Moon and. <laughs> <laughs> Eureka's Castle. Eureka's Castle. Eureka's Castle. I was in the Holly fucking Pocket. Scarface and fucking oh, <laughs> like, trill shit. Oh, Goon God. shit. Oh my that. God. Well, anyway, um, for all your podcast needs, audio, visual, go to productiveculture.com backslash podcast. And how did you hear about a section? Put in Argoon Radio. Definitely get that special discount. Also, for all your yes, clothes, yes. accessories, go to utblifestyle.shop. 
Are we having a rehab come out by the time this out? What's up? Christmas. Christmas. It's just a lifestyle. Yeah. Don't trip. And you know That's that. an exclusive. That's an exclusive. We got an exclusive Save for y'all. Up those yeah. Yeah. Rehab is coming out. Yeah. Christmas. We'll, we're coming out with two hoodies on Christmas. Oh Sorry, shit! Yeah. All that Christmas cash, all those Visa gift cards you get, we accept all that on the if, website. If you are a young entrepreneur trying to start a clothing line, always drop shit right around Christmas time because everybody got bread. No excuse. Nope. And speaking of that, also around Christmas time, Big Cali World birthday weekend. Man, By the time week, this comes week. out, Big Cali birthday weekend, we going up. We had the ninety ten conference. Yeah. That Saturday birthday weekend. Yeah. It's like Freak Nick, but there's like no bitches or fun. It's, oh, <laughs> it's, it's just it's just it's just you. It's, just, it's like Freak Nick. That's the worst. It's just, dark. It's just Big C taking dabs. Just, nah. <laughs> Now this is the real stuff Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Nah we have 9010 nah. conference Coming up You can definitely Buy your tickets online I don't know That's By the time this come one. out I don't know if it'll be Yeah it'll be that Friday Yeah yeah So yep. definitely Buy your tickets online <laughs> yeah. uh, For that Unlimited mimosas Trendy Chef cooking I'm um, DJing It's gonna be great Also You're still about That Phil Hartman thing Right now right, I'm messing you up Right now I can tell You're about up. to have Nightmares about it <laughs> <laughs> It's okay bro <laughs> Also Demons running around That little head <laughs> Also we have My birthday party Slash Christmas party at the S bar. Yeah. S bar. Going up, free admission, no cover all night, but you must bring a donation for the homeless. Yes. Toiletries, feminine hygiene products, deodorant, I don't know, anything, socks. Underwear, bring it in. Just unpack, of course, in a package. Don't just yeah, bring some shit yeah, from y'all yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> in you know, there, make sure it's close. So yeah, we're doing yeah. that. In and um, yeah, feeling good, feeling great for this podcast. It's on BigCaliWorld.com. Yep. Um, definitely the Big Cali World podcast is on there too, on all streaming services, YouTube, and uh, yeah. How many people do you suspect at your party are gonna not bring anything? A and- lot, and they're gonna look crazy, and they're gonna have to pay a cover if they just don't bring anything. How much is the cover gonna be? Make it, like, make it like 50 We'll make it like 100 <laughs> yeah. You'll pay 100 dollars If you don't bring If you don't bring A donation, to the, a donation to the homeless yeah. You gotta pay 100 yep. To get in What are you donating Reem? Essential oils Palo Palo Santo You know what I'm You know what I'm gonna donate I'm gonna donate A can opener that's just you should donate. You should, don- goods. You should donate one of your big paintings so the homeless can burn it and keep themselves warm. Because <laughs> that's all. That, that's, that's all so that shit's dark. good for. <laughs> oh my god! If I, if I give it to a homeless brother, they'll be able. To, yeah, they'll yeah. be able to move into a mansion and get five Maseratis. <laughs> Go sell that shit. That's oh my god! Five miles and the mansion. Yep, and the mansion. Oh my lord! But yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's going on definitely. And uh, yeah, another good episode, man. Yeah, it was great. Feeling good, feeling great. Speak. Thank you once again Thank for you coming for through. Me. I too am feeling good, feeling great. <laughs> I'm just man. gonna steal all your catchphrases. You could. Yeah. <laughs> it's the man with the plan. I Clark Kemp. Some ladies do call me Superman. It's your Nobody boy Big Cali. Cali Cal to build it. Rare Argoon Dream Half. Speaking. And it's Argoon Radio. <laughs> When I die, bury me inside that motherfucking oxo. Tell all the kids I'm a legend like Picasso. Use sunflowers to decorate my grave and spread all my ashes in the lights of a rave. I'm a day one bad bitch. Take no captives. Break bread, crack ribs. Grand Prix practice. Past trap lips. Nothing but the gossip. System of a damn. You're tuned into Argoon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip.